Okay, so do I come in now? No, no, not yet. Okay, just wait. Okay, yep. Yeah, that's cool. And now. Okay, now. Okay, All right, yeah. here. Yeah, here we go. All right, and we're back. What's up, guys? I think we're more front. Coming back again to the A to Z podcast. How have you been, buddy? I'm pretty good, I think. You doing good? Yeah. Excellent. I had a week of vacation. Got Ooh. to unwind. Get away from work for a while. That's always good. Yeah, it was. I have tomorrow off, actually. You do? Yeah. Uh, it's my day of observance. We get to pick a holiday okay. to use, and so I'm using Juneteenth. Oh. About slavery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But and, you're uh, observing it on the day before. Yes. Okay. Because it's Saturday. Uh, so, and it just became like a federal holiday like today. Oh, okay. So they, they told us that if we wanted to, we could use it for tomorrow. I'm like, all right, fucking deal. That'll work. Hmm. Like, I mean, not that I don't carry enough guilt anyway, but I might as well get a three-day weekend out of it while I'm at it. <laughs> You got one of those coming up anyway. With the, for the what? For the 4th of July. That's true, yeah. I get that Monday off. But uh, I just, everybody loves a good three-day weekend. It's fun. It is hard to beat. Especially when I can do it, like, day after the podcast, so I don't have to stay up. Like, I don't have to worry about staying up too late. I mean, you're still going to fall asleep on us here, probably. Probably. I, I am a little tired today. Yeah. I uh, chugged a body armor with caffeine before I got here. So. Ooh. What flavor? Oh, uh, the orange one. Mm. It's like orange frenzy or something. Yeah. Like the orange-flavored ones. Makes it feel like when I was a kid and you used to go to McDonald's and they had like the orange drink. Uh-huh. Like they didn't even call it anything, it was just orange drink. I'm like, yeah, you want some orange drink? I'm like, sure, mom, why not? Inject me with that sugar, ruin my fucking life, dog. What's up? Speaking of which, we should have a moment of silence for McDonald's. Did you hear about that? Oh, in, in Alton? Yeah. yeah, the one caught on fire in Alton. Okay, yeah. I was like, who died at McDonald's? But it was hurt, so that's good. Well, that's good, yeah. yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Had to take a few detours to work this morning. No, really? Yeah. Yeah, I just saw about it on like Facebook. I didn't really pay attention, but I was like, "Oh shit, I've I've been there once. <laughs> I did co- cocaine in the parking lot of that uh, McDonald's before." Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, you know, when you get coke on, you go to the bars. Sometimes you gotta find a fucking parking lot and yeah. last one out. Then go get a McFlurry. If the machine isn't broken. Yeah, no, right? Fucking assholes. This shit's constantly broken. Like, just buy two machines and put them on opposite schedules. That way, one can be fucking cleaning, and the other one we can fucking use. Lazy assholes. I, I, I just think it's workers who don't want to make it. So, like, oh, we're cleaning the machine. <laughs> it's like when we used to work in the movie theater, you'd be like, oh, we shut the popcorn poppers down. We can't do it anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You just lie to them. Mm-hmm. I already shut my uh, till down. I can't serve anything. Sorry. <laughs> did you ever do that? No, I didn't work the register too much. No, good for you. I totally did that a couple times. Like, working the register, and I was, I was off in like 15 minutes. They come up and be like, <laughs> Uh, this till's actually not working. I'm I'm shut down. You're gonna have to try some other. Like I can get you a refill, but I can't sell you anything. <laughs> like, like I'm not fucking getting caught up in a giant line. Like fuck this. I'm getting out of here. I'm making less than minimum wage. This place can go fuck itself. But it was the experiences. That was your real payment. I mean, like I enjoyed all the free movies I got. See, and there was a couple of cool people that I hung out with. But other than that, it was. We built up that good work work ethic for you. I don't know how you guys stayed in it as long as you did. <laughs> Like you and Daniel and like Zabel and you guys who yeah. like worked there for like fucking years and decades and shit. <laughs> like I worked there for like nine months. I was like, yeah, fuck this noise. <laughs> like I, I, I got a job working landscaping, like ma- making garden walls and shit like that for rich people in Edwardsville. And they paid me cash. And it was like $12 an hour. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this job instead. And I, I quit over the phone. <laughs> I called up. I was like, yeah, I, I quit. <laughs> I remember crying that day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You didn't even know about it that day. You heard about it, like, the next day. 
you, you were just pissed that nobody was going to close for you anymore. Yeah, basically. <laughs> You're like, now, now I got people who are going to be fucking slow. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here 40 minutes after I usually would. <laughs> Dude, I used to close that shit down like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. It was like 10 minutes after the last person got popcorn, everything was done. (laughs) (laughs) You come walking downstairs, like, all right, I got the last movie going. You can start closing now. I'm like, it's closed. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) You tell me. We can get the fuck out of here right now. That always was weird that we had to wait with somebody else to walk out to the parking lot. Yeah, especially when it was like me and you. Yeah, exactly. Like... (laughs) Who was protecting who? <laughs> exactly. Like, which one of us was going to get raped? We're both like stocky dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like you're a foot taller than me. But like other than that, it's not like someone's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go fuck this like chubby blonde kid. Yeah. <laughs> this kid that looks like Chunk if he did bicep curls. <laughs> Fucking show him the truffle shuffle. Yeah. All over his back. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I got it with some of the girls that we work with. Cause it's like, yeah, okay, it's like, you know, midnight. I'm not going to have one of the, like, the little tiny, like, pretty girls that we, we work with. I'm not going to have them walk to their car by themselves. I right. get that. Yeah. But it was like me, you, and, like, Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all right, guys, we're going to walk each other out to our cars. Like, why? And, like, the police officers would always, like, come by and offer, like, if you ever need anybody to walk you to your car at night, we'll, we'll, we'll come over and escort you. Like, I used to hate that because I usually had weed in my car. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you guys need to wait. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, yeah. man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm all set. Appreciate it. I always kept it in my toolbox in my truck. Oh, really? Yeah, because that locked. The toolbox did? Yeah, the, oh. the toolbox locked. So I had like a little bag for my stash and everything. And I threw it in there. Mm. And since it was locked, they would have to have a warrant to check it. So, uh, like, you want to unlock that for me? I'm like, nope. Sure don't. You get a warrant. They <laughs> <laughs> start playing cherry pie. You're like, fuck, that's one. All right, that's fair. All right, here's my weed. You guys want to like toke up? This is a good song. Oh, fucking, that was a one-hit wonder. Warrant? Like, what did they ever do? Because, like, did they make another song, or was it just their only song they that, made? That's all I know. Like, did man. they make a full album? I don't even think there was a B-side. They just had, yeah, here's our song. <laughs> this is it. This is all we got. <laughs> that song even do good, like, at first, or did, you, it, did it get picked up later on? Like, one of those things. Mm, I'm not sure. I think that was, like, early 80s, so I was pretty young. That's fair. That song, like, I almost can't listen to it anymore. It, It's so bad. <laughs> it's such a bad song, like... When I was younger, I liked it, obviously. Sure. Like, I've gotten older, and I've listened to a lot more music, and I'm like, that song is fucking atrocious. <laughs> like, that song sucks. <laughs> Welcome to the 80s. Yeah, and I mean, I love 80s music, but... I do, too. It's, it's all right to listen to, but yeah, like, it's nothing like, great. Fucking, like, 80s heavy metal was the shit. There's well, a great, yeah. lot of lot of great bands of that. I love hair metal. Like, all of it. But there's definitely better ones than Warren, is all I'm saying. If you put a gun to my head and like I've, I've got I've got to choose between like Demi Lovato or Warrant, I'm gonna to listen to Warrant, but that's about it. I don't have a gun, so you're safe. <laughs> so here's some Demi Lovato. <laughs> oh man, this is fun. It's finally back. Took yeah. a couple. Yeah, it took about like a week and a half off, two weeks, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad though. We still got a couple in the in the chamber, loaded up, ready yeah. to roll. Yeah, yeah. Fucking typical A to Z, you know. We yeah. kind of got in a groove here. Yes, you know, we just kind of do. Yeah. You can do. We're not going to fucking... Well, I mean, people don't want us to be fucking scheduled out. That's that's too <laughs> commercial, bro. We're like right. we're like punk rock. We're like yeah. the fucking like Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten didn't decide. He didn't live by his fucking deadlines from his fucking uh, musical licenses, assholes, the fucking producers. He, just, he made his music when he wanted to make his music. And then Gigi Allen came in and shit on the stage. It was awesome. It was totally right. punk rock. 
shit all over this fucking podcast. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mm. Speaking of which, though, I'm going to break one of my rules. You are. We're going to talk about politics. Oh, shit. I have something here. Uh-huh. This was... Okay, uh, at a point at 8.32. I kept... Cut I this kept, all out. Andrew, cut this all out. I kept forgetting to bring this in. This okay. was back during, like, uh, the local elections. So, we'll, uh, like, February. March, March I think, something yeah. Something like that. So, let's go back in time to March. And we're back. Yeah. So, it's March, and I'm at my house. Hey, it's my birthday. That's true. I, I And I live in the village of South Roxana. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, local election time. And Emma found a this piece of paper here All right. in our mailbox. Okay. Now, as you'll notice... Is your mailbox on a mailbox, like at the front of your yard, or is it like a thing on your on your porch? No, it's 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 like on the side street. It's, okay. It's, it's in my yard. Okay. I didn't know if you had like a, a, a porch one. As you'll see, it's just a typical Word document, you know, like center space. Mm-hmm. There's nothing special going on there. No. So let me go ahead and read this for you. Okay. And I'm going to take the dude's name out of it. I'm not going to say his name. All right. Fine. I don't want to dox him. All right. But I'm going to read this exactly how it's written. Hi, my name is... What? My name is who? I'm I'm running for mayor. My phone is... I'm not going to give his phone number either. And then, so that was all in bold print up there at the top. Okay. Also, no punctuation whatsoever, if you notice that. No, no. Okay. So now we come down two spaces and we get to the meat of what this paper is. Okay. The village of South Roxana has been misappropriation of your funds from water and sewer and other funds to general fund to use for enrichment of themselves. <laughs> one whole sentence. <laughs> Not a coherent one, but no, one, one whole, whole sentence. sentence. Okay. Also, it's a space period than space. Hmm. I'll, I-L-L, all caps, no apostrophe. <laughs> so it's ill. Yeah. Ill will change that and bring back for the people of the village. First bullet point. Hmm. Example, South Roxana pays $2.18 per 1,000 gallon of water, Roxana. But charges you fourteen dollars for two thousand gallon and four dollars sixty seven cents for one thousand gallon after that, and that all the pauses I took were mm-hmm. the uh, periods that he put in there. Oh, okay. Uh, the incomplete sentences that he wrote. Right. No commas in the two thousand I saw there. Yeah. Second mm-hmm. bullet point. Also, this is all in caps, by the way. <laughs> all of it. Yeah, or... that's why I'm. Well, all the bullet points are. Oh, okay. That's why I'm trying to talk a little bit louder for. Okay. Him. Okay. Here we go. Second point. The point. second. Sewer South Roxana pays Hartford $2 and plus change for every 1,000 gallon of sewage, but charges you $20 for 2,000 gallons and $7 for every 1,000 gallon after that. Third bullet point. And now have their, their hands, T-H-E-R-E. Okay. And now have their hands in your electic bill. (laughs) E-L-E-C-T-I-C. Fourth bullet point. Ill put in place $7 for every 1,000 gallon of water and sewer together. Fifth bullet point. (laughs) No administration fee. You already pay for that in tax. (laughs) T-A-X-S. Okay. Sixth bullet point. (laughs) No men. $60. Just what you see. No men? No men. $60. Just what you use. Okay. 
end of bullet points, but then we're going to take two more uh, spaces down, and now we are still in center uh, the center columns as opposed to going back to the left-hand facing. Uh-huh. No more alignment there, yeah. And again, all in caps and in bold. Okay. So if you want someone to work for you, another... Uh, Sentence. No, not even a oh. sentence. There was no period there. <laughs> However, he did hit enter and went to another line. <laughs> Vote for dude's name. Uh-huh. And then the date April 6th written in pen as opposed oh. to just typed up. Okay. That's how you know he's a real person. So that's where I live. <laughs> wow. And then you immediately fact-checked all these numbers. Uh, I did go and find him on Facebook. Okay. And him and his wife have started their own Facebook group for the village of South Roxana because apparently the other one kicked them off for some reason. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, here, if you want to go ahead and take a look at that. Yeah. Our misappropriation, your funds. That's probably my favorite line. Or huh. electic bill. Yeah, the electic is pretty... Electic bill's pretty sweet. And this might be weird on my part. Is gallons even abbreviated GL? Like, is it... I've never seen that before. I think it's G-A-L, but I'm not That's 100% where I would on imagine, that. Yeah. And half the time, there's a space between the number and the GL, and sometimes there's not. <laughs> sometimes there is, sometimes yeah. there isn't. I just, like, I've, I've never been, like, I'm not a huge stickler for grammar. Right. Like, I speak fairly well, but, you know, I'm not going to, like, you know, if you forget an apostrophe or something or a comma, like, I'll let it go. Yeah. That is such well, I mean, a, I kind of am, so I, I definitely, that, that, is such that a cringes me a bit. Butchering of the English language. It's like he took the entire written English language and threw it on top of a pinball machine and then raped it in front of me. Also something that might be noted. Placed into our mailbox. Yeah. Place. Not yeah. sent in a letter. Yeah. Not, you know, marked and stamped in an envelope. Placed. Just folded up, put into our mailbox. So this dude walked down the street and put those into people's mailboxes. And... Uh, I don't know if he won or not. I forgot to look up on that, I'll be honest with you. Mm. <laughs> I also did, like, did he actually get his name on the ballot? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't yeah. vote on him, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I don't really vote in the like general or the, the local elections where I live because they're not going to affect me. It's just a bunch of old people. I don't give a fuck. I just like the fact that he starts to, in his first paragraph before his bullet points. He capitalizes a couple things and then starts to write in all caps. And then towards the end is just everything is in caps. Yeah. And the extra spaces in between periods make me laugh even harder for some mm-hmm. reason, and I don't know why. Also, ill. Ill, Ill. is my favorite one. Ill will. <laughs> like, I'm assuming he's super old, so his English teacher is probably dead. Yeah. But if they're not, they should kill themselves now, because they clearly didn't do a good enough job. I kind of want to imagine that he just, like, signed a different date on each one, too. Right. Yeah. Just forgot what date it was. Mm-hmm. I really, um, I think I might get this framed. <laughs> laminate it just like laminate it put yeah. it on a wall like the declaration of independence <laughs> nick cage will come steal it from you oh good he i mean he deserves it i think he'll he'll love it too to be honest with you he'll will love it <laughs> maybe it's illinois illinois will love it also that's the best part is ill will because mm-hmm. ill as an aisle mm-hmm. is a fucking abbreviation of i will right so i will will <laughs> <laughs> Sewer South Roxana pays Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want someone to work for you, and then another line, vote for <laughs> dude's name. I'm not going to say that. That would be too mean. But yeah, this is uh, this is now a trophy for me. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. You've earned it. I love it. It, it makes me so happy. I, I kept wanting to bring it in, and I kept forgetting it. I like folded it and put it like in the little spot where I keep my keys in my wallet by mm-hmm. the door. 
And every time we forget to grab it whenever I come over here, because I thought you would fucking adore this. Oh, man. So here, let me just put yeah. this. This is over on my spot of the table. This is uh, going to sit here for that, now. That's priceless, yeah. I love it so much. I'm just going to look at it through. Which one of you read it first and just, like, couldn't breathe because you were laughing so hard? Emma <laughs> read it first. She was like, you have to fucking read this. <laughs> and so then me and her read it together probably seven or eight times in a row, uh-huh. just out loud to each other because it was fucking hilarious to us. And that's when we found them on Facebook <laughs> and found their other group that they had made, and we went through all of that. And that was a whole nother thing Wow. where, um, like I said, they had to make their own group. Apparently they got kicked out of the other one yeah. for whatever reason. I'm assuming for misappropriation funds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny, too, because I've actually, you finally convinced me to watch Letterkenny over the last few weeks here after we had the, the Letterkenny party. And this is really reminding me of the, the Ag Hall with McMurray. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where the, uh, Wayne takes over for a little bit. That's, that's definitely something he would do. Yeah, we uh, found their their Facebook group. We didn't join it because I don't really use my Facebook. And then Emma wasn't going to get involved in all that, sadly, even though I think it would have made for fantastic content on, oh, this, yeah. on this podcast. So instead, we just read through the whole thing. And there's nobody else in that group. <laughs> At least nobody else that posts. It's just those two. <laughs> And they're just like, good morning, South Roxana. Had coffee. Oh. Saw a butterfly outside. Or no, it was butterfly outside. Saw coffee good. <laughs> like, they're like, I, I almost thought it was a bot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. If this paper wouldn't have shown up in my mailbox, if this was just an email, I would assume this is like the next level of, you know, I am a Saudi Arabian prince and I need <laughs> your bank account to right, right. appropriate funds. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, also, if you ever get bored, or if you're really bored and you're kind of high, the best thing to do is go to local businesses on your Google Maps and read the reviews and find, like, the really, like, crazy old people who are leaving long-ass reviews and read them out loud. Because, <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find one. I, I did this a couple months ago, just in the bed, because I had nothing to do. It was, like, early morning Saturday. Let me see if I can find this one. This is amazing. Here she is. Okay. I love this woman so much. I can't say her name because it's like out there. This is for the Domino's in um, East Alton. Okay. Well, think. I think it's supposed to be we'll think, but well, think, period. You need sales on your stuff, dot, dot, for, period. For the elderly and the disabled people during a Cronin 19 asterisk. A Cronin 19? Cronin. C R O N I N. 19. Okay. Asterix. That would be nice on your hot wings or salad or pizza, our pizza, and all your stuff. You need to give him a discount because they're, spelled there right, right? Okay. On fixed income, and sometimes it can come over more than one time to eat from to buy your stuff. <laughs> this woman has 14 reviews. I've read all of them. <laughs> So All for Domino's? No. Oh, okay. Different spots, but I'm going right. to go ahead and run through her reviews for you guys, because this is amazing. I'm not going to give her name. Okay. She's made 76 contributions, mm. but she's got 14 reviews, so I'm guessing the rest are just um, comments. This is for the Madison County Urban League. Love this place. Five stars. So, Madison County Urban League, mm. way to be. Chef kiss. Now, here's for Hit and Run Food Stores. All right. Which, I'm assuming that's one in East Alton, the Hit and Run. Everybody around here knows what the Hit and Run is. Yeah. Three stars. Good drink. Hmm. This is out of five? Yeah. Okay. Three out of five stars. Good drink. That's good. the whole review. Okay. Good drink. This is for the schnooks. Again, three out of five stars. Need come down on some of your prices. Hmm. 
no period or anything like that in it whatsoever. <laughs> is it all caps? No, it's not all oh, caps. All right. Then we got Save a Lot. Save a Lot, five out of five stars. Whoa. Great prices, great places to buy your food. It's very elaborate. I kind of want to go to Save a Lot now. Schwagels, which is a little uh, grocery store over in uh, Wood River. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Again, five out of five stars. Ooh. Love this places. Friendly, nices, N-I-C-E-S. Nices people and help fully to. <laughs> help space fully to T-O. Oh, okay. Helpfully too. Leisure World, five out of five stars. Love this places. Mm. Love this places. And what is the Leisure World? It's a like a health club in Mithalto. Oh, okay. It's whatever. It's really not that great, honestly. There's better gyms around here. Uh, let's see. Washington Square Shopping Center. I'm not even sure where that's at. Mm. Two out of five stars. Ooh. Also, these are all seven months ago. So seven months ago, this woman just went on a fucking rampage. The world needs to know what I think. Of, like, let all of East Alton, Woods River, the, the river area, know <laughs> mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on. So Washington Square Shopping Center, two out of five stars. Don't know what it like, need a lay way plan. <laughs> Four different words. A lay way plan. <laughs> Period. People would buy from you lot, L-O-T-T, more. Oh. And then Wood River Donut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great spot, by the way. Absolutely. They got delicious donuts, and their coffee is <coughs> fucking delicious. Five out of five stars. Oh, great, yeah. I'm, I'm on this bitch's side. She mm-hmm. gets it. Yep. Love the window view. View spelled V-E-I-W. V-E, okay. Extra space. No punctuation, but just an extra space. Okay. Great sit-down drink coffee. Period. I'm wondering if you make hot tea drinks to end drink flavor to drink way make. Period. <laughs> so good. Let me go back. I have to go back because the next sentence ended it. Sentence with uh, air quotes. The next sentence into it is even better. So let me go back to that one. Uh, okay. Wondering if you make hot tea drinks to end drink flavor to drink way make. Period. Well, space, period, space. Special coffee, like maybe sugar-free creamer and liquid, like different flavors. And put in your coffee, you know, so that job I like, Starbucks, that has it, but they make it in different flavors. It was sugar-free and the other way around, too. That would be a great idea. Bring in more business. to text <laughs> just, let me just read that again for all you guys special coffee like maybe sugar-free creamer and liquid like different flavors and put it in your coffee you know so that job i like starbucks that has it but they make it in different flavors it was sugar-free and the other way around too that would be a great idea bring in more business the other way around you mean normal not sugar-free Maybe Marvel? Not sugar-free. Or the way around. Whatever. Yeah, it's like she's using talk-to-text, and I fucking adore it. <sighs> okay, so, still, five out of five stars. She's speaking her mind, though. I respect oh, yeah, this yeah. woman. She's trying to help him out. She's very, very She's helpful. like fucking... Yeah, she's, she's making business deals. She's like a motherfucking... She's like the, the apprentice. She knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bar rescue. She's... Yeah, yeah, donut rescue. 
<laughs> we got one for BR Cavern, which is a bar down in Alton. Okay. Uh, three out of five stars. Hmm. Need Girl Night Sale Dowler, D A L L O R, Dowler Hour More Drinks, dot Hour Buck Beer Night, dot dot Like Friday Night Hour So. I think she means hour as in like the amount of time. Oh, okay. But she spelled she spelled it hour as in like the possessive yeah. pronoun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so need girl night sale dollar as in dollar D A L L O R dollar hour more drinks hour buck beer night like Friday night hour so. Yeah, that makes sense. Three out of five stars. All the all the bars do specials on Friday nights yeah. to lure in more customers. Yeah, because it's so fucking empty in a bar. Oh on yeah, night. absolutely. Uh, here's for a Subway. Five out of five stars again. Hmm. Which again, one? Which one? It doesn't say. Oh, probably the one in Alton. Okay. Uh, or probably the one in Woodrow. Actually, it only says two miles. I know. Now they know where you live. Uh, Subway. Five out of five stars again. Seven months ago, this woman just went on a tear. Seven Man. months ago. Subway. Five stars. Five out of five. Love meatball. Dot dot. Salad everything. <laughs> salad everything. Salad everything. Everything. <laughs> Love meatball <laughs> dot dot salad s a l e d okay everything everything e v e r t h i n g love meatball salad everything everything which I've probably that's it that's the overview that's it five out of five stars five out of five bro <laughs> I was waiting for that to go somewhere that's it five out of five okay, okay. love meatball salad or everything. What else do you need? Five out of five stars. Why don't you keep up? Does she put meatballs on her salad? I don't. I don't know. Everything. She loves them. Apparently, she's salad everything. <laughs> salad everything was also a really good local band about ten years ago. Yeah. I think Ray was the drummer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray was my uh, favorite member of Salad Everything. They had the coolest merch. I love meatball. It's salad just the world held by salad tongs. Five out of five stars. Salad everything. Bunch of croutons. Love meatball. Salad everything. Okay, now we got. I'm not done yet. She's got. She's got plenty more here. This is like I'm going to turn this into a bit. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to keep finding more crazy Google re- reviews. Uh, read right, them. All right. But this woman, I I went. I followed her like all through Google. She was amazing to me. Everything she wrote was amazing. Yeah. This one's for the Riverbend Axe Throwing, a little spot they opened up over there where uh, that one uh, movie theater used to be. Over there in, what am I thinking of? Yeah, Eastgate, over where Eastgate used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like an axe throwing place over there now. Oh, okay. So this is from, this is for Riverbend Axe Throwing, again, seven months ago. I don't know if I trust this lady throwing axes. She gave it four out of five stars. Okay, well, she had fun. Four out of five stars, Riverbend Axe Throwing. I like it, it's. I like it, it's. Dot, dot, different place. And I noticed that they had kids in there with them, a different atmosphere. Hmm. I mean, just, it's so deep. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. I like it, it's. I like it. Different place, and I noticed that they had kids in there with them, a different atmosphere. No punctuation whatsoever. Here's one for a Dollar General around here. Okay. Four to five stars. Too many to really narrow that down. True. Yeah. Four to five stars. Friendly people. Even spelled correctly. Oh, okay. Shit you. Like, totally friendly people. Mm. Well, that's it. That's the whole fucking review. <coughs> friendly people, four out of five stars. <laughs> fucking nailed it. Man. 
That's all you need to get four. And then, then the good prices get you the fifth. Huh? Yeah, our prices. Uh-huh. And now we got Or if you salad for... everything. Yeah, salad everything. Now here we got for the Walmart Supercenter. Ooh, all right. Not as happy with Walmart. Three out of five stars. Okay. Well, because, dot, dot, some stuff is rotten, bad, beefer, buy it, sorry. Beefer. B-E-F-E-R. Bad beefer. <laughs> That's how you yell at a dog. Bad beefer. <laughs> bad, bad, bad beefer was my 21 Pilots cover band when I was in high school. <laughs> Did you hear Emma trying to hold me laugh? Oh, yeah. I think the mic picked it up. <laughs> bad beefer. Buy it, sorry. <laughs> it's the it's new buyer beware. Buy it, sorry. I'm just gonna I'm gonna follow this woman. I hope she's not dead. <laughs> died. She died seven months ago. On yeah, this that's very why there night. haven't been more reviews. <laughs> what a fight where she lives. I'm gonna get her on this fucking podcast. Uh, bad beefer. Buy it, sorry. Period. Like ladies. L e t t u e s. Ladies. Like lettuce in ya y u h our veg in ya our veg v e g g comma bin dot area dot and do not have cheap prices on vegs and fruit images. <laughs> it's like it's trying to become self aware. This is how Skynet starts. And fruit images dot dot four b. Walmart, W-A-L-L-M-A-R-T. Okay. Walmart people, I think, bring prices down, dot, not have rotten, dot, dot, closed to due date, closed to due date, packages stuff. (laughs) Period. This could person sick to stomach eat spoiled food. (laughs) This could could person sick to stomach eat spoiled food. Like, the words are there, but she just can't put them in the right order. She said it like fucking Ivan Drago. Yeah. This could eat... This could person sick to stomach eat spoiled foods. If they die, they die. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Three out of five stars, Walmart Supercenter. This yeah. could eat person spoiled image make food. Be better. Bad beefer. Bad beefer. It's just, oh, it's, man. it's, it's so wonderful. I just like, it sucks that that's all of hers, but they're so good. I wish she would make more. I need to find out. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is just her email. She put on her fucking Google maps reviews. She probably just email her and tell her to like, Hey, fucking re- review some more shit for me, dog. I got a podcast to keep going. Oh, I found the other one. This is not from the original woman whose name I can't pronounce. Like, I won't say, but... Oh, you better say that for the next she's one. She's my right? fucking hero, but here's another one. You gotta save it. No, I have to read this one because me and Emma, we read this. This was, um... <coughs> let me give you the backstory how I fell into that hole of that woman's reviewing. All right. We woke up, like, a Saturday night. We had been hanging out at Megan and Mike's house, and we had been talking about Domino's. And I really wanted, like, I wanted to try one of their chicken taco pizzas. I was really high that night. Okay. And I ate it, and it was delicious. Uh, but I only got, like, one piece. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. When I wake up tomorrow, I'm getting fucking chicken taco pizza. I don't give a fuck what you say. And Emma's like, I'm down for that. That sounds great. So we, we wake up Saturday. Like, we, we're out to, like, 2, 3 a.m. 
We wake up Saturday. I'm like, I'm ordering fucking Domino's. Woke up at 10. They don't open up till 10.30. So I'm like, fuck, I got 30 minutes to kill. Okay. And I had pulled up Domino's on my Google Maps to get their phone number so I can call them. And so 30 minutes to kill. Might as well look through the re- reviews. And that is how I fell, fell down that rabbit hole. Hmm. And it still stuck with me. This was months ago. Yeah. That woman stuck with me. But here's the other one. This is the first one I found that made me start looking for really angry old people's reviews on Google for okay. different restaurants and things because mm-hmm. it's amazing. This is my favorite one. All right. this, this is also for Domino's? This is for Domino's okay. here. This is two months ago. One out of five stars. Ooh. Can't say the woman's name. Can you give zero or is one the lowest you get? I think one is the lowest you can go. Okay. I'm 100% on that. Right. One out of five stars. I am ordering Domino's because that's what my grandson and husband like. It seems like every time we order, there is a problem. We pay for double pineapple on some of the pizzas we order and don't even get extra, much less double. I went online to express my dissatisfaction and they offered us a free pizza. When they offered us a free pizza, we had 50 points towards a free pizza. So 10 more points and we would have to make one more order for a free pizza. They gave us the free pizza redemption for the complaint and when they have it to us, mm-hmm. they took our 50 points towards a pizza. It's ridiculous! <laughs> exclamation point. I'm sick of this place, and if it wasn't for my grandson, exclamation point, you guys suck! <laughs> All caps, four exclamation points. Whoa. Yeah. Fucking, this woman went off. So I'm pretty sure I tried to follow her, too. But yeah, she only had that one. Hmm. But I read that, and it, just, it sounded so angry. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, there has to be other angry how do you, people. How do you get that mad? <laughs> if not for my grandson, fuck you, Domino's. I'm hanging with the huts. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch going to Tatooine. See me? Look at me. Me and Jabba. I pizza the hut in this motherfucker. We you we asked for double pineapple. We didn't even get extra, let alone double. <laughs> Who the fuck? What do you get? A, you get a measuring cup yeah, out? Yeah, count it out. Is your fucking grandson the CEO of Domino's Pizza? <laughs> How do you know these inside secrets, whore? <laughs> what kid is craving pineapple pizza? Yeah, <laughs> that's like... Yeah, that's, this I just grandson like, might be a serial killer. We we get this because my grandson and my husband like it. You know the husband's like, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, the husband's definitely yelling racial slurs in the background while she's screaming on the phone. Probably some fucking Jap is running it. That's why they don't like the pineapple. Ever since Pearl Harbor, they won't eat pineapple. That's what they did to us, Shirlene. That's not her actual name, guys. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> That's why I took a pause. I had to think of a name. That was a good one, though. I almost yelled her actual name out. <laughs> So yeah, I'll I'll uh I'll I'll try to find some more crazy old people uh, re- reviews, but right, yeah, New that segment. original woman, that fucking, there's so many great ones on that. Sixty five episodes in, we found our gold. Fucking dude, like I need to re- remember that because in about four more months, I'm gonna bring a couple more of those up again just because yeah. they're fucking hilarious, um, and they're all within seven months ago. Yeah, it's like she just went on a tear. Oh yeah, she's probably a donut shop make uh, coffee good, you know, sugar free <laughs> <Free. laughs> drink tea drink. Hot tea. She was all jacked up on hot tea, <laughs> and she let the entire Riverbend area know mm-hmm. what the fuck is up. That's right. Five of five. I respect this woman. She's the best. And if I can find her, I'm going to get her to call in. <laughs> I will do anything in my power to have this woman talk to me. Emma, you might want to block this. If he finds her before February, he might be marrying her instead. I don't want to marry her. I want to adopt her as my mother. <laughs> Just make her call places when I want to call them. Yeah. Make her review like the tattoo shops I go to. There you go. <laughs> Friendly people. 
Oh, fuck. It's so good. My fucking, my eyes are water. I know. I, I had to break. I couldn't do it. Oh, it's so good. I'm so glad I finally got to bring that up. Yeah. But yeah, that's how my brain works. Is I go find shit like that. Because okay. it somehow makes me fucking laugh. And then it sticks in my brain. There was like, for a whole See, week, I'm doing things wrong. I'm, I'm too old. My generation always says... You're just writing re, re, reviews yourself. No, I'm not, not that that old. But. I go, Baconator, Baconator make brain sick. No bacon or ater on it. Ask extra ater, only bacon. Beefer. <laughs> Bad beefer. Bad beefer. Oh, fuck. I was always told you don't read the comments, like YouTube or anything like that. You just don't read the oh, comments. Oh, you gotta read them. That's where, like, no, I've been missing out. It's where the fucking coalition of human stupidity coalesces, and it's amazing. I love it. I laugh so hard you congested me. No, I can't. My, my voice is like <laughs> ten octaves lower than when we started this podcast with. This is going to be weird to edit. Read reviews make nose run. Not fun. Three out of five Three stars. Three out of five, yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck, it's so good. Would try again. W-O-O-D. <laughs> I smell toast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you smell toast. <laughs> that was actually her last review. She was she was reviewing Emo's Pizza. She's like, order toast and red. You only smell like burnt toast in house. Nine, one, 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 one. Bad beefer. <laughs> I can't tell if it's just a crazy old woman or a bot. That's how far... <laughs> That's how far technology has come that I can't yeah. tell, like, I can't differentiate between AI that's starting to become uh, sentient or just insane person. That's why the dating apps are so hard right now, man. I know, right? I mean, I don't tell Emma about it, but well, it's, yeah. fucking, it's hard out it there, is. man. It is. My fucking grinder gets no, no action. Bullshit. Well, you're just in that middle range. I know. I, you're I you're get, just a taint. Yeah. You taint quite a, a twink yeah. and you taint quite a bear. Yeah, I gotta fucking figure it out. I gotta get fatter yeah. and hairier. Uh-huh. I gotta work out a little bit. You gotta pick uh-huh. one up. You gotta commit. Did I ever tell you the story about when I almost got Justin to download Grinder? No. So, <laughs> a friend of ours, Justin, was, uh, at the time he was single. This was quite a few years back. This was like right about the time me and Emma first started dating. So this is okay. like seven, eight years ago. No. Let's call it like four, five years ago. Okay. And he's talking, like, he's hanging out with us. He's talking about, like, you know, doing, like, dating apps and stuff like that. I was like, dude, like, you gotta get on Grinder. And he's like, what's that? He didn't know what Grinder was. <laughs> that seems odd. That seems like something he would know. And uh, I was like, oh, dude, I'm like, it's the best one. I'm like, it's it's for, like, women who, are, like, have jobs and shit and don't want to, like, let, you know, fucking talk all day and shit like that. They want to just, like, go on a quick date and fuck. Like, that's why it's called Grinder because they're doing, the, like, their, like, grind thing. He's like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, you got to check it out. Like, fucking download it. And I mean, it's 45 minutes of me trying to talk him into download Grinder, trying to get him there, trying mm. to get him there. And he's so close to downloading it, he's got it pulled up in the app store, and then he checked the fucking reviews. And, like, one of them and that up. lady was on there. <laughs> yeah, that lady was on there. Like, She's bad beefers. Bad beefers make butt hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Huge dongs, three out of five stars. <laughs> friendly, though. Friendly, friendly people. Bad beefers, friendly people. It's so good. He was just about to hit download, and then he saw, like, in the comment or something, like, number one gay dating site. I was just like, fuck! Like, it was so good, and it took me so long. Like, yeah. me and Emma both, for 45 minutes, are just, and not doing, not, not laying it on too thick to where right, you can right. tell it's a joke, but yeah. also, like, every time he would look away, me and her both look like a kid seeing Santa Claus yeah. for the first time, like, oh, no! so good. Please let it happen! <laughs> like, I would, I would literally have 
I would have traded years off of my life for that joke to have worked. I'm not shitting you. Just to set up a profile. And... Oh my god, it'd been so good. Well, here, let me set up the profile. I know the lingo better. <laughs> you're a hardworking dude. <laughs> you're more of a you're more of a bottom because <laughs> you 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 came from the bottom. Now you're up here. You're a hardworking dude, uh-huh. so you're a bottom. But you need a girl who's kind of classy, so you want a top. <laughs> oh fuck yeah that was one of my greatest almost jokes ever and I literally would have traded years off of my life for that shit to have happened you know you're quite a catch I'm gonna put you down as a catcher hey catcher <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to see you're, you're just trying to hook up so you just wanna blow a load and bang out of there so I'm gonna put you down for a blow bang that's what you're looking for is a mm-hmm. blow bang just this phone explodes from all the fucking dick pics getting sent to it. <laughs> <Just whoosh. laughs> fucking, his, his phone becomes oh. sentient, sees all the dick pics it's gotten, and jumps in a toilet itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, I'm going to try to find some more uh, old people reviews to read. Okay. Everybody. I'll have to check Amazon. I bet there's some good ones on there. Oh, I bet so, yeah. yeah Product reviews, yeah. Oh, I have to pee. Do you want to uh, do some, like, you want to uh, introduce us real quick? So yeah, I yeah, yeah. Pee real fast? So, uh, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, now that we're into this, uh, this, this is the A to Z show. Uh, I'm Andrew, also known as America's Sweetheart. Normally sitting across from me, but had just gotten up to go to the bathroom is Zach. He's the Z. He's, he's America's favorite field comedian. And uh, we meet up every once in a while, and we like to discuss... You know, how things are going, we kind of catch up a little bit on how things are doing. We've been friends for 12, 13 years now. We just we just like hanging out with each other. And then after the catch-up, we do a little t- uh, topic section, which you're going to be getting into soon. And uh, we just like to talk about video games, movies, TV shows, comic books. You know, just basic kind of nerdy type stuff. Because it's just things that we enjoy and it's things that we normally talk about. So this podcast, the A to Z show, is really just kind of a slice of life. Like you're a fly on the wall during a, uh, a party that Zach and I see each other. And we haven't seen each other for like a month. And we just keep throwing things at each other. Like, oh, did you see this? Oh, did you see this? And so that just gives us a way to, to do that in another format and uh, draw everybody else into it. So you can be part of that fun too. Keep throwing things at each other. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was quick. Yeah, I just had to pee. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still pretty quick. Yeah, I got a small bladder. I think though. that's the longest I've ever talked without having a topic in front of me that I'm reading from, so. <laughs> I wish I'd just say yeah while I was gone. <laughs> Only three, so that's a new record. Oh, fuck. Only three. Only three out of five stars. Yeah. Not enough yes. Make brain hurt. Bad mm. beef. Bad baifer. Sa- bad salad beef. everything. That's a bad beefer, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to get to one of these topics. You're gonna oh, love it so fuck. much. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got the uh, introductions in. I yep. got through the shit that I've been saving up for this podcast. Yeah. Is it about topic time? I, I think it's about topic time. Okay, I guess we'll, we'll take our break. I'm out of whiskey. So okay. Con- congratulations. That's one of our better opens, I think. That was a strong opening. Yeah. All right, so topic time. I think it's topic time. All right. Start with another uh, crazy console build here. Oh, okay. This guy stripped out a Nintendo GameCube. I'm sure you're familiar with that. You've seen them before. I love the GameCube. And uh, he turned it into a high-tech gaming PC. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So he fit an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1650 graphics card. Fuck, that's expensive. 16 gigs <clears throat> of DDR4 RAM and a 2 terabyte Samsung 860 SSD. 
Due to the size of the GameCube, he circumvented the issue of the motherboard and processor by purchasing an Asus mini PC and taking out the computer's motherboard, okay. which also contains a Ryzen 5 4500U processor. He then right spray painted the case, changing the exterior color from jet black to a shade of peach. Oh, he should have kept that sweet purple I used to use. That, yeah. was, the bad, that was a badass one. Reading his notes proved that building the computer was no cakewalk. He had to make several modifications to the old console, including oh, sure. swapping out the original shell and making a custom mount for the motherboard with the graphics card placed on top of it. Mm. But the disk drive does open up, allowing the graphics card to receive some outside air. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking about like what the fucking ventilation works for that thing. Yeah. Yeah, but check out something picks. It's you almost wish you had more room to like water cool it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That thing's got to get hot like a motherfucker, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty sick build. That's dude. fucking badass. Yeah, because the GameCube is not big. No. Like, what is it? Like maybe like a foot and a half across at the most. Uh, maybe. Like yeah. Like eight inches. Yeah. Yeah. He he jammed a lot of processing power into a little bit. Yeah. He he's like run like a separate fucking like just a separate cooling system for it almost. Right. That's got to get hot, right? Well, There's it says no despite way. space being limited for the parts, it, he notes that the computer has no issue with the computer running hot. Hmm. GPU and CPU hit around eighty and sixty when running a benchmark test. Okay. So, you're right in range there. I don't know. That's fair. Hopefully he did really well with the soldering. I bet, yeah. Because that's where you, you fuck up when it gets hot, is that it gets hot and the solder melts and you mm-hmm. just fucking fry everything. Yeah. But yeah, how sick is that? Yeah, that's pretty badass. Cool. Love the GameCube. What a great console that was. Yeah, it was Doesn't get talked about enough. Not really, no. I love the GameCube. Like, it had a lot of good games. It was fucking awesome. It had fucking... It was first console for Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Which everybody needs to remember because that's one of the greatest games ever made. Oh, yeah. And you get Eternal Darkness on there, too. Oh, Eternal Darkness. You fucking Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Fucking, there's so many good games. I love the GameCube. GameCube was sh- the fucking oh, yeah. shit. And it had that cool carrying case that nobody ever used. Yeah, the little handle. And all all the discs were super small. Yeah, the little minis. Yeah, you'd, you'd buy them and be like, is this like going to work? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's badass, Doc. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next one... I kind of threw in there just for you. I didn't know if you'd be aware of it yet, and okay. I, I kind of wanted to give you a heads up. I know it's been a while since you played it, but uh, there's some Overwatch professional players that now fear for their jobs after the latest PvP updates. Oh, no. So uh, the PvP mode has now been reduced from 6v6 to 5v5. Oh. And it's a move that's less, left many professional players of the game worried about their future in the sport. Because they uh, they said that uh, one tank class role has been removed from PvP games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because that was the like optimal build. If you had six six, mm-hmm. you did two tanks, at least one support. If you were lucky, you had two supports, and then you had two damage. Okay. Or you just did two tanks, three really good D- DPS guys, and a really fucking good support. But uh, yeah, that that's a bummer, man. Because yeah. the fucking I mean. Yeah, apparently multiple tank players are saying that you know their their jobs could be in jeopardy now. Oh yeah, I mean like I wasn't a tank main. Mm-hmm. I I always did support, but tank was my second most played class whenever I played Overwatch for a long time. And uh, yeah, that's gonna fuck with shit, man. Like yeah. I can see that, and like it, it's also like that was the big meta for the longest time. Whenever they ran six v six, was like the optimal meta was two tanks. You wanted two tanks and two healers. Then the rest could be you know, support or. Uh, defense depending on which side of the fucking line you were on and then like you wanted to at least really it's funny what was kind of cool about overwatch and i guess this might actually change it was that dps wasn't as important in, in a lot of other the shooter games really like, you could win a game by just having really good smart tanks and support players 
Mm-hmm. And your DPS wouldn't matter that much. Nice. As long as the communication was there. Exactly. I know you've said before it's a big communication game. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. It's a great game. I love Overwatch. Like, I haven't played it in a long time, but I still love it. It's a fucking amazing game. I just, I lost the time that I used to have to play it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, like, playing some other shit. And then I fell out, lost, like, all the team metas and stuff like that. So, because yeah. I haven't played since, like, I think Doomfist was the last character that I played for for the update. And that's, like, two characters ago. Okay. So. Yeah, seems like quite a pretty drastic change, really. It's a bummer. I hope that's not what they're going to keep, because I know they're working on Overwatch 2. Yeah. Well, apparently that's when it kicks into play, is when Overwatch 2 is released. Oh, that's so that's going to be going forward, what they're going to do with it. Mm. That might change my thought on if I'm going to buy it or not. I mean, I'm always going to have a spot, because I play healer. Yeah. So, but still, <laughs> whenever you're a healer, you really appreciate your fucking tanks, because they're what keep you alive. This next one is so great. I've been, I've been waiting... I think I got this topic like the day after we recorded the last podcast. <laughs> I was like, shit. All right, I got to save it. I got to save it. <clears throat> so are you familiar with the game Maneater? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you played it or not, but you're at least aware of it. I've never played it, but yeah, yeah. I am aware of it. Yeah. Okay. It seems cool. Yeah, it looks fun. Uh, it's on Game Pass now, <clears throat> so I thought I might give it a try. But it also just recently got a Switch port. Ooh. So it's available on the Nintendo Switch. So uh, our buddy here on Destructoid <laughs> ended up getting the review for Maneater. And this is uh, Chris Moise. Hell yeah. So he starts out, you all know me, know how I earn a living. I'll review Maneater for you, but it ain't going to be easy. Switch port. Not like booting up the PC to go down to Resident Evil Village. This port report embargo, swallow your weekend. Little eye strain, little finger cramp, and down you go. <laughs> I'm going to keep it quick. That'll bring back the players. Put all your eShop customers on a pay-in basis. But it's not going to be pleasant. I value free time more than your gaming Twitter clout, chief. I'll check out your Switch port. I'll install it for 3,000 clicks. But I'll play it and review it for 10. (laughs) Carter got no volunteers and I've got no mates. But you got to make up your minds. 10,000 clicks for me, by myself. Forget, you get the screen caps, the summary, the whole damn thing. How perfect is that, dude? Fucking way to be, bro. Way yeah. to be. And then he goes on to review the game. So mm. it's, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that is just, that's just good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. That one's fucking top notch. Fucking way to be. How oh, high was he when he wrote oh, that? Right. Like, he wrote the opening to that before he fucking reviewed the game and like woke up the next morning like, oh, absolutely. Fucking better put that in. He just watched it on a loop on YouTube, like the speech, just to get it all down. Like the whole time he was writing it, it was mm-hmm. just the, the nails on a chalkboard noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up next, they got a new Sherlock Holmes game coming out. Mm. It sounded kind of neat. They're setting it up similar to. I'm kind of describing it myself as like a Souls-like game. So like a Dark Souls kind of thing, you know, like it's really difficult and you can like fuck your shit up and you're just like all of a sudden dead and have to like restart, you know, right. move back a lot. Okay. So uh, this Sherlock Holmes, they're calling it Sherlock Holmes Chapter One because it's part of a, a longer series. Yeah. It doesn't care if you can't cut it as a detective Ooh, is the headline nice. here. So when it comes to crime solving, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One does not mess around. Uh, This is from uh, Travis Northup from IGN. He says, whether I was investigating a crime scene, interviewing a person of interest, or drawing conclusions that would determine someone's guilt or innocence, Chapter 1 absolutely never held my hand. If I missed some critical piece of evidence and accused the wrong person, oh well. 
An innocent man goes to prison and I get to walk around thinking I've delivered justice. If I found someone committed murder but decided to let them go free anyway, that was totally my prerogative. This complete lack of any kind of safety net or morality system to nudge me in one direction or another was a breath of fresh air that made my short time with Chapter 1 far more interesting than a straightforward adventure game. Okay. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool, you yeah. know? I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, I guess L.A. Noir kind of tried a little bit of that, too. I mean, with, like, L.A. Noir, you just, like, couldn't lose, basically. Yeah. I mean, like, you could be wrong the whole time, but, like, mm-hmm. the story would just progress regardless. And But the problem was nothing changed if you were right or wrong, right? Right. Yeah, anyway, the... And you're talking to a guy who pre-ordered L.A. Noir. Oh, no shit. Played the whole fucking thing. Ooh. Okay. And as far as I remember, I don't think I failed any of the ca- uh, the cases the first time I played. Nice. Because luckily, this might I, be right up your alley, I have that fucking terrible brain where I have to look for fucking everything and make sure it's there. Yeah. That's why I get, like, that's why I have so many fucking elements fucking mind whenever I play Mass Effect 2. Because I'm like, no, everything has to be checked just to be safe. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm like, yes, Kennedy killed himself. I've figured it out. <laughs> yeah, this seems kind of like a Batman year one kind of thing. Oh, man. You take over as a 21-year-old upstart Sherlock. Okay. Who's ever confident in his knack for observation and reasoning. Does it mean I, can I, like, snort cocaine while I do it, just to get into character? I mean, yeah, I think so. Because that's what, I mean, that's what he did, so that's fine. Yeah. I'm gonna play it. I don't know why they had to make him so twinky, but that's cool. Uh, yeah. Look at them, they fucking made him both dime pieces, because I'm assuming that's Watson behind him. Yeah, it's gotta be, right? Look at these guys, they're like little fucking dime pieces. Sherlock Holmes looks like Dick Grayson, by the way. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna play this. I mean, you know, in a couple months after I'm done playing Mass Effect for the fifth well, time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think this comes out till October. I got time. So, We're yeah, good. Yeah. I'm getting close to the end of my first uh, run. Okay. Probably got another, like, 15, 20 hours to put in and I'll be done. Okay. Yeah, you're already on three, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like halfway through three. I just did the Rannoch mission with Tally and everything and saved the Geth and the Quarians, by oh. the way. Got them both saved. Sadly, you can't save Legion, but he sacrifices himself to give the Geth free will. And then okay. you can tally her home world because she is my wife and I love her. So does she she doesn't have to like live on a flotilla anymore? No, she's got her own home. Oh, okay. But she chooses to come with you because she loves you and it's beautiful. Hmm. She's the best. She's total fucking just, just total waifu. She's the best ever. Yeah, I'm gonna finish this, I'm gonna play all the DLCs. And then I gotta play through again. I'm gonna play through again as a fem chef, because I've never done a fem chef playthrough. Okay. So I'm going to do a Femshep playthrough where I'm going to go Renegade mostly. Nice. Still probably save everybody just because I do all the side missions and everything. You know how I roll. Yeah, lame. Um, and I'm going to romance Garrus because I never got to see the Garrus Femshep romance and I'm curious. Okay. And then I'm going to probably do it one more time where I'll do, instead of just straight Paragon, I'll do like a Paragade kind of thing. Mm. Ready the shit that I like. And I think I'm going to romance Liara for that one. That way I have the same love interest through all three of them. Yeah. That'll be the true playthrough. And that's also one of the achievements is to romance somebody through all three of them. Hmm. It's like Paramore 3, I think is what it's called. But uh, Excuse me, sir. You're playing on the PlayStation. That would be a trophy. trophy. Okay, fair. But, um, yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, I've always liked the Liara romance. That's my second favorite character to romance. And she was the first one that I romanced, technically. Yeah. The first time I ever played the game, I romanced her first. Why wouldn't like, I? She's beautiful. No, no, she's the fucking best. I love Liara. She's awesome. I've never said anything bad about Liara. I just, I fucking like Tally a lot. She's the best. She's better. Although, you do get the, at least for me anyway, 
whenever you romance Liara, you get the fun thing in Mass Effect 3 where Garrus and Tally end up together. And it's like... If they're alive still. Yeah, I don't lose family. I don't lose my fucking teammates. I'm pretty sure one or both of them were dead in my Mass Effect 3. How, so. how, how? How do you fuck that up? I mean... What just, are you doing wrong? I just do what I do. I don't I don't look at guides. I don't... If you Yeah, I've never looked at the guides, and I still fucking beat it. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I looked at the guides this time to make mm-hmm. sure which order I should play the DLCs yeah. in, because I hadn't played the DLCs in a while. Mm-hmm. And but you restarted a save. I did restart a save because yeah. I picked the wrong character, but that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did that the first time I played it too. Oh, yeah, see, I but don't I mean, you're you're doing all the, for that. you're doing all the loyalty missions and shit, right? Uh, when I find them, yeah. Oh, I don't that's... I don't really look for them, but if they if they come up, I'm are you not there. talking to like all your crewmates in Mass Effect too? I mean, every once in a while, every like three or four missions, I'll talk to somebody. Oh, every mission, you go through yeah, the ship and talk to everybody. Kind of time. You told me you were going to dig in deeper this time. You're reading all the lore and shit. You can't go yeah. down and talk to everybody. This time, I am doing that. I'm, so, I'm talking about my first playthrough. Oh, okay. When I played Mass Effect Three. Oh, my first playthrough, I had gone through everything. Like, I wouldn't do anything until there was nothing else left. Wow. You're hearing conversations like six times. Because oh, yeah, no, it, it, it didn't You're just me. checking to make sure you Yeah, heard. I just want to make sure there's nothing else going on. You're going to be saying, that's my crew. Okay. That's my team. That's my family. I take okay. care of them. Okay. Because I'm fucking Shepard, and I make sure things are all are, are right. I handle yeah. that. You I don't, handle you, you that. don't talk to me after every mission. I'm part of your crew. I talk to you like once a week, Doug. Yeah. That's not every mission, though. You do missions, and you just like, oh, no, my, uh, I, don't, mission I don't care what thinks. My mission is to get through one more week without killing myself. So mm-hmm. every time I don't do that, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go check out Varble, make sure it's all okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't put a gun to my head. Varble, mm-hmm. how, how are we doing? Tell me about the Reapers. <laughs> <laughs> this next game looks kind of cool, too. Probably off your radar. I hadn't heard of it before. Hmm. That's from a studio called 80 Days, and they're releasing... A murder mystery where you play as the murderer. Ooh, I like it. I know. I thought it was already, like, that. the headline grabbed me. Is it like a video game? Or yeah, yeah. Tables? Yep. Okay, right on, right on. Uh, it's actually already out for Nintendo Switch, PC, and iOS, so you can check it out on your iPhone. Okay. Game takes place <clears> in 1935. <throat> Players take control of actress Veronica Villancy, who pushes her husband overboard while on a boat from England to America. Nice. You then have eight in-game hours to convince your fellow passengers that you didn't commit the crime. Perhaps even pinning the blame on someone else to make sure you can claim the life insurance. It's essentially an Agatha Christie story told from the inside of the criminal's mind. That's badass. Yeah. And uh, in typical inky style, which is part of the studio, the game story is told primarily through text with dialogue choices able to spin you down wildly different paths each time you play. Right on. They uh, actually already announced the game, but did so on April Fool's Day, meaning fans of the studio took it to be a joke. <laughs> They uh, played a few hours of the game, and they said it was enough to complete several runs of the game's short but divergent story. Okay. The twist here is that every run can play out differently depending on who you talk to, where you travel on the boat, and what you say along the way. They've seen some very different endings, and the game also offers extra objectives to discover as you discover new dialogue choices along the way. Right on. Yeah, this sounds kind of fucking cool. Yeah. I would play this. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Now, is the boat they're on, is it the Titanic? And then it turns out you don't actually have to hide anything. Oh, it might be. You just have to yeah, hide... check out... That's a pretty fun art style. You just have to hide the fucking diamond, and then whenever Bill Paxton flies you out to his boat, <laughs> you throw it over... Fucking... You throw it overboard. Yeah. Never talk about it, because you're a cunt. Just <laughs> <laughs> throw the other overboard. <laughs> that's awesome. And this seems cool. I'm going to check it out. See yeah. if it's like... I mean, if it's only like two bucks or something, I'll, I'll probably download it and give it a shot. Yeah, check it out during a sale or something. Yeah, why not? Check that shit out. It's called Overboard. Everybody loves that movie. 
Remember, like, fucking Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn? Yeah. That movie fucking ruled. They were even remade it a few years ago. Yeah. With uh, Amy Poehler and... Or no, not Amy Poehler. Amy Anna Schumer. Ferris. Right? That was Anna Ferris. Oh, okay. Maybe. That movie is like, it's, you know, everybody looks at that and it's like a really kind of like fun 80s movie. But then like you think of the story, like the actual story of it, and it's yeah. really fucking dark. <laughs> like this dude kidnaps a woman who has brain damage and then like gaslights her. her to, yeah. Like gaslights her into thinking that he, they were dating. She, yeah, yeah, she needs to take care of his kids and shit. It's like, it's pretty fucked up when you think about it. This next one I already know you're going to love, so we're just going to watch through it. It's Psychonauts, isn't it? It I is. I already Psychonauts see like, the first three letters. I knew yep. it. Yeah, we finally got a release date, August 25th. Nice. Uh, coming out day one to Xbox Game Pass for anybody else on the Xbox out there. Is it only coming out on the Xbox? or? Uh, no, I think it's on other platforms. Okay. But it's uh, it's on Game Pass. So. Okay, right on. Hopefully it makes it to PlayStation. Cause yeah. I actually have the original already downloaded on my PlayStation. Oh, nice. But, it's uh, so good. Have, have you ever played it? Did you check out the new trailer yet? I have not. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that game. It's so good. Yeah, I think you're the one that told me to play it. That, that was like good. five or six years oh, ago. This fucking game's so good. Yeah, I got it on the original Xbox. Okay. I love Psychonauts. But yeah, check out this trailer for the, for the new one. It's pretty Hit cool. Me. Fuck around, make me buy an Xbox, dog. That looks gorgeous, dude. I fucking love Psychonauts. So good. Oh, yeah. It <sighs> looks like a lot of the humor is still there. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking Double Fire. They're just, they're, they make such good games, man. Like, they're, they're the shit. I got one more piece of uh, video game news here. This was uh, this is my favorite trailer from E3. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. follow up on E3 really. A you lot. haven't yet. Okay, yeah, I probably yeah. missed a lot of it. You, you, you're gonna love this, I think. So you hit me. All right. That's awesome. I love that humor so much, man. That's. I mean, it's still Obsidian doing it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 makes sense. Then. Wow, that's really quick for Outer Worlds to get a sequel. Too. I know they just finished like the last DLC a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Did you play Outer Worlds at all? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, I definitely got to get back into it. I haven't beat it, but I fucking love it. I mean, I'll, I love anything Obsidian does. They they gave me two of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. They gave me Fallout New Vegas, and they gave me Knights of the Republic 2. So they can do literally whatever they want, and I will buy it. It doesn't matter to me. Luckily, Outer Worlds, the first one, was really good. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't sad that I bought it. And now they're going to make a second one, and I'm excited. Sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. That's so quick for a sequel. Well, I mean, it's pretty early on. It's just a, a reveal. Yeah, so. but still, like, to even, like, announce it, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. I mean, like you said, the last DLC just came out, like, I don't know, the most six months ago? Yeah, something like that. So, that's, I mean, that's pretty awesome. I'm pretty sure like, it was this year, I think. So, yeah. I want to play The Outer Worlds again. I'm going to actually go through it. Yeah. Beat it this time. I think my biggest complaint with it has been fixed in a patch, so I definitely need to go back into it. What, what, what was it? The subtitles mm-hmm. were so fucking small. And now you can actually raise them up. So, like, I've got a 106-inch projector screen, and it was, right. like, this big. Like, I couldn't read it. And, <laughs> you know me, I can't hear very well either. Right. So, uh, yeah, it was a little fair. tough for me. But Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and play it. The only problem I had with Outer Worlds was uh, I kept, every time I'd make a new character, mm-hmm. if I didn't just be like, I'm going to just play, like, just evil melee player the whole time, I would just end up making the same character I make every time I play Fallout New Vegas, which is, like, High skill, high charisma gunslinger who uses like pistols and knows all the fucking repair and dialogue skills. Uh, like, it's just yeah. what I always do every fucking time. Because I'm just making Han Han Solo. That's all I'm always mm, doing every yeah. fucking time. And that's all I want to be forever. That's it. That's all I've ever wanted to be. It's probably why I like New Vegas so much. I just get to be Han Solo. 
every fucking time. And that's what I did with the Outer Worlds. And I don't regret it for an instant. I'm gonna re-download that game soon. I wanna fucking play it. I wanna go home and fucking play it. I'm off tomorrow. I'm gonna play Outer Worlds. Yes. I'm gonna New play Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Move into some TV news. HBO Max and Cartoon Network are teaming up on a new Superman animated series Ooh. starring the boys Jack Quaid as a young Clark Kent. Yay! That sounds pretty cool. I, I could I get behind that. Man. I mean, HBO Max has been putting out some fucking banger hits. Yeah. And Jack Quaid is a motherfucker of an actor. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see him being a good voice actor, too. It's almost funny that he's playing the young Superman, because I was almost thinking that he'd make a great Jimmy Olsen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what his character is in The Boys, even though fucking mm-hmm. Colin Farrell's not a superhero. But right. like, he kind of like plays that role. But that'll be fun to see him play like a young Superman. Yeah. This would be fun to me, because I never actually got into Smallville. I don't know okay. If you ever, did you ever get into Smallville? Did yeah, yeah. It? Yeah, I've got all the seasons. On was it TV. good? I, I liked it a lot. Should I yeah. give it a chance? What do you think? I think so. The it's a, it's a slog to begin with, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's back when you're talking about 22 episode seasons, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it takes a while to get into. I remember but. growing up, uh, a friend of mine, he was super into that show, and he'd always tell me to watch it. And like, I it was back before like Netflix existed and shit like oh, that. Yeah. So like, I I wasn't gonna like save time to go watch <laughs> a show. I was too busy playing Halo. I didn't give right. a fuck about anything else. So I just really never got into it. But like, he he knew that I was into comics. So like, I mean, I'm still into comics. I've heard good things and bad about it. Apparently, the dude who plays like Lex is really cool. The like the guy who plays Lex, oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah, he's just really yeah. He's like a really good actor. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he fully commits to it, dude. Yeah. That's I've never watched. Really... I mean, I I might have to. I think it's on Netflix or something. I might yeah. I might give it a shot. If not, like I said, I've got all the DVD sets. Yeah. If you have right. a way to play DVD still. Yeah, I got a PS4. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I, I might have to give it a shot at some point then. Yeah, the, this new series is called My Adventures with Superman. It stars Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen as 20-something young members of an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. <laughs> Together, the would-be Man of Steel will work alongside Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen as they navigate through this kooky thing called life while fighting bad guys. Okay. No uh, Lana, huh? Yeah, not yet. Okay. Clark Save will, that for season two. Clark will build up his Superman identity while also working with Lois and Jimmy as they navigate their professional careers. While Clark and Lois will, of course, fall in love, there will be a lot of growing up and crime fighting done in between that. Uh, Lois is going to be voiced by Alice Lee, who is apparently known for Zooey's Extraordinary Playlist. I'm uh, not sure on that I, show. I, I don't know it. I like the artwork, though. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Fucking new season of The Boys coming out, so I can't fucking wait for oh, that. Yeah, dude. Is that one of the topics, or? Uh, no, nothing. Did you, did you see who got uh, added to the cast for that? Uh-uh. Jensen Ackles. Oh, no shit. Yeah, the guy who plays Dean on Super yeah, 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 Patrol. Yeah. yeah, he's playing um, a character named Soldier Boy. That makes sense, because Kripke's involved in it now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I mean, it looks like, I've never read the boys' comics. Oh, you haven't? Okay, yeah. 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 Sorry, yes. guys. Oh, yeah, he's, he's heard, one of the original heroes. So. Okay, I've heard very, very good things, I just haven't had a chance to get to him yet. Yeah. But I fucking adored the show. That'll be a good fit. But yeah, uh, Jensen's apparently playing Soldier Boy. Nice. It's kind of fun because he's also he's voicing Batman and like a new animated movie coming out soon and shit. Like like he's doing all his shit. Yeah. And he was great as uh, the Red Hood. He he played Jason Todd and uh, Batman under the Red Hood, the one animated movie. Oh yeah. I think I showed you that movie. Yeah, I think we watched it in the model apartment. Yeah, he uh, he voices uh, Jason Todd. Okay. Yeah, nice. that's that's Jensen Ackles. Nice. And now he gets to voice Batman and something coming out. I forget what it is, but he like 
had a big Twitter uh, post about it when it came out where he's like, I've always wanted to be Batman. I'm like, this is the greatest moment of my life that I get to voice Batman and shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I fucking love Jensen Ackles. Oh, yeah. Like, I kind of hate him because he's a little too, like, handsome and cool. Yeah. You're kind of like, you know what? You don't need to be all of that. Maybe throw a little bit of pussy my way, dog. Like, you don't have to have it all. <laughs> but he just seems like such a cool dude. They also announced the same day, Injustice Gods Among Us will be the next one to get an animated movie from Ooh. DC. So that could be really cool. Wow, that story really picked up. Yeah. Because, like, the first time Injustice came out, not even before the game, like, before the games happened, when they just did the Injustice storylines back when they were, it was before the New 52. When yeah. When they were doing, like, the, like a, a bunch of the random multiverse DC shit, they mm. did the Injustice storyline run. And the comics weren't, I mean, like, it's not like they were poorly reviewed or anything but like right. no nobody was ever like injustice is my favorite comic book run like that's the shit yeah and then like they made the fighting game mm-hmm. the first one which was i mean the fucking tits that game oh, yeah. fucking rules and then they made the yeah. second one also fucking rules mm-hmm. love them both from the creators in mortal Kombat. yeah exactly nether realm yeah nether realm and then like now it's getting a fucking anime like people love like that shit took off now they got like a really like late start yeah because when it first came out in comics like i said like i mean me and you both we were in the comic shops and that shit was coming out oh hell yeah nobody was fucking like, we're like what, what evil superman fuck yeah sign me up right that was all i needed right there yeah like like everybody was cool with it but nobody was like sucking its dick you know oh, what yeah, i mean yeah. like, was like, oh, like, oh that's not canon like, so that we're not gonna read yeah, it's it, like, yeah. like this isn't canon but it's a fun like you know sort of like outer world kind of shit like this this is fun like i'll read it but it's not canon so it doesn't matter because i mean that was back when dc had like 115 fucking oh god yeah uh alternate universe impossible to, yeah but for some reason injustice keeps like fucking trudging along man people seem to like it oh yeah i think i know why though do you remember the justice league Un- unlimited the animated series that we had back in bit. like the early 2000s mm-hmm. which is what my generation grew up with with justice league they did a really good, I think it was like a three-part episode run of the Injustice Guild kind of thing. Where oh, like, no shit. Yeah, because it was... It was oh, it I don't was think like, we talked about that before. Yeah, it was like the Justice Lords or something is what they were called. Okay. Where there's basically like the whole Justice League, it was an alternate universe, and the whole Justice League goes bad. Like, Batman's not the, like, fucking, you know, he's he's not running the Resistance or anything like that. Like, all of them take over. Because in the alternate universe, Barry Allen gets killed, and that turns the whole Justice League, like authoritarian like fascist basically where they take over the whole planet kind of shit but they did like a three or four part episode run about it and it's one of the best episodes that justice league unlimited ever did everyone i've known has ever seen that show has always talked about that episode especially with my generation we were huge on that show and i wonder if that's why injustice is so popular now so everybody watched that shit and it was basically the injustice storyline they called it something different it's justice lords instead of injustice league yeah yeah uh, I wonder if that's why it got so popular, though. It could be. That, there, there's some cool shit. Like, there's some great moments in that. Because the fucking the Justice League animated show, if you guys haven't watched that, you're missing out. It's got Kevin Conroy's Batman still. That was actually where the whole Diana and Batman love story kind of thing happened, was in that. Okay. And it's fucking badass. Nice. And um, Batman and Batman are fighting each other. And obviously... Batman can't beat Batman. They each know each other's yeah. tricks. Right. So instead, uh, the good Batman just gives up and he's like, fine, show me why you're right. And they're driving around Gotham in the Batmobile and the good Batman's driving. And he's like, how is this Gotham? There's no litter or anything. And he's like, if you want people to respect the big laws, you have to enforce the small laws and shit like that. And he pulls up to a red light and stops. And the bad Batman's like, what are you doing? Just run it. He's like, you said re- respect the small laws, remember? 
and shit like that. And, like, a guy gets, like, arrested for, like, drunk and disorderly kind of thing. Like, gets pulled into a van by a bunch of secret police. Okay. And he's like, they'd love it here, wouldn't they? And Bad Batman's like, who? He goes, Mom and Dad. And he's like, just drive. Oh. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, how he fucking beats them. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, this was actually uh, revealed from a press release for the release of The Long Halloween Part 2. I know, I can't wait. Did they mention any of the cast at all? Or? No, nothing yet. Apparently just a... Uh... A small little teaser for him. Okay. Who's uh, voicing Batman in the Long Halloween? That might be what Jensen Ackles voiced the Batman for. I don't remember. Yep. Jensen. There you go. Okay. Josh Jamel's in that? Fuck yeah, I love him. It's Josh Jamel's Harvey Dent. Right. Jack Wade's Alberto. Okay. Troy Troy Baker's the Joker. He's played the Joker before. I don't think I've seen the first one yet. Is it on the HBO thing? I thought that was Jensen Ackles. He, he does a good Batman, though. Yeah, he I does. I like that. That was nice. Fuck yeah. Way to be, Jensen, you gorgeous little twink. He's not a twink. He's actually pretty fucking jacked. So does it say what it's on on the uh, IMDb? Yeah, it's, it's on my HBO Max. And DC Infinite's just comics at this point. So. Just oh, it's not even out yet. Oh. Comes out June 22nd. Okay, cool. So there you go. Thank God. I thought I missed. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm, I'm a terrible fucking <laughs> Batman fan. How did uh, I not know the fucking Long Halloween came out? And I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, no. Okay, so it comes out Tuesday. Okay, that makes more sense. So I'll be taking fucking Wednesday off work. Hopefully I'll watch our shit. The next one you you might be mixed on, but I, I do need to bring it up because we've talked about it's it in about the past. A live action comic book. It is. Yeah, me and Emma talked about this with the uh, the new teaser. Oh no, we were talking, uh, the guy who did the music for the original anime is doing the music for the movie. Yeah, or for the live action series. I think they reveal that at the end of this teaser. Oh, here, okay. So that is a fucking good song. Fuck it, dude. I have it on my phone. I'm do not you really? Sh- look at this. Look, I'm gonna open my phone. Uh-huh. Go to my music. Right, right, right here. Uh huh. Go to songs. That's called Tank. You go to the T's. How does the alphabet work? There, there we go. Then the S's. Yeah, there you go. Tank. Nice. And that, that's Favorite. that's the theme song for the show. Yeah. Okay. It's called Speed Jazz. Is the genre of music. It's oh, one yeah. of my favorite things of all time. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh... So yeah, that was a uh, Spike and Faye and Jet Black in costume and dancing to the theme. You know, I'm kind of torn on it. Okay. I like a lot of the casting. Mm-hmm. I think John, John shows awesome. He's a pretty good uh, casting for Spike, especially if they put him through, like, the Keanu Reeves fucking, like, John Wick fight tournament they put him through. Like, you know what I mean? Like, make him into an action star. Okay. Kind of like, because Spike's a badass. And then Mustafa Shakir. He's, he's the cowboy that does the bebop. He's, like, the main character. Yeah. There, there is no cowboy or bebopping. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay. It's hard to explain. You have to watch it. It's amazing. I, I do need to at some point. It's one of those things where, like, it seems like everybody who's involved is really into the show. Mm-hmm. They all seem like fans. We've got the original composer. And um, and the original writer. He came and back. the original writer. But also, we've seen what Netflix has done with live-action anime adaptations before. Yeah. And... The other ones I thought were funny, because I really didn't do any ones that I was obsessed with. I mean, I was a big fan of Death Note, but I wasn't, like, obsessed with it. And uh, we're not going to talk about... It wasn't Netflix, but we're not going to talk about the Dragon Ball Z movie, because that doesn't exist. Okay. That In my brain, that didn't happen. But Cowboy Bebop is not just one of my favorite animes, one of my favorite shows of all time. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, the guy in the middle there is what... Uh, Shakira's playing that's Jet Black oh okay yeah Cowboy Bebop is one of my favorite shows of all time not just like favorite animes or favorite fucking you know action movies or anything like that one of my favorite shows of all time I have a super deep connection to Cowboy Bebop 
So I don't trust Netflix. I think they're going to fuck it up again. But then again, Netflix did pretty good with The Witcher, and I'm super into that, too. Yeah. I'm really 50-50 on this, bud. I'm not okay. sure how to feel about it. Me and Emma have been going back and forth on it, because she's super into Cowboy now. Okay. She was never big into anime growing up. Yeah. And then, like, so, I mean, obviously we have Alex, who is a giant mm-hmm. fucking weeb, <laughs> and shows Emma a lot of animes. Like, this, like, Alex is, like, super weeb. Alex is honestly more of a weeb than I am. That seems tough. I don't know. Oh, no, it's totally true because Alex watches, like, the, like, slice of life animes and shit like that that I don't watch where I want to watch the action fighty mm. animes. That's what I like. Yeah. I, I want, like, Gundam and Trigun and shit like that. So has Alex seen Bebop? Alex has started watching Bebop lately. Oh. Loves it as well. Okay. And then um, Emma, who would, like, never watch really any animes, and I was like, you need to watch Cowboy Bebop. You're going to fucking love it is now obsessed with Cowboy Bebop. She fucking loves it. She wants to get a Cowboy Bebop tattoo. Damn. And uh, if you haven't watched it yet, man, you need to watch it. And that goes for everybody else I listening. Do. If you guys haven't it's, watched it. It's Cowboy, on Hulu, right? Pretty sure it's on Hulu. I, I, I watch it on Funimation. Okay. Yeah, because I have a Funimation uh, login. I just watch it on that. Gotcha. But it's fucking amazing. So good. Like If you, if you guys... Even if you're not that into anime, if you can just get past the fact that it's animated, like if you don't like animes, mm-hmm. get past the fact that it's animated and just watch it. It's a fucking great show. It's essentially set up as like, remember the old school like 70s, 80s TV shows when they, they would do like bounty hunter TV shows with cowboys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, but it's in space and it's like the future and shit like that. But they're okay. all still like bounty hunters trying to make money and shit like that. Hmm. And then it gets like really deep, and there's beautiful fucking emotional stories and stuff like that. And the okay. characters are super well rounded and wonderful people with faults that are fully formed and things like that. Gotcha. It's fairly short too, right? Uh, yes and no. I mean, they're thirty minute episodes, but there are. I mean, you can. It, it's a couple days worth of watching. Right. I mean, it's only like two seasons. I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So good though, but like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, if I'm just saying, it's not like Gundam where you have like fifty years of shit no, to watch no, through. No, no. Well, see, you gotta because a lot of people. I'm, I'm just, you know, speaking from a guy who doesn't really watch much anime, and like, whenever I hear anime, I think of stuff like Dragon Ball or Gundam that has well, like, see, you remember, like decades with, of shit to watch through. You so remember with Dragon Ball and Gundam, there's different storylines. Oh, like, okay. Like Dragon Ball's got like Dragon Ball, then there was Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. there's Dragon Ball GT, then there's Dragon Ball Super, there was Dragon Ball Ultra. There's a lot of different like they're technically in the same universe, but they're different stories. Okay. But then also those will have a couple different seasons as well right. there's a lot there's a lot out there yeah that, that's what i'm saying so like anybody that's like intimidated by that, that oh, i'm yeah, just no. saying you could probably, i'm saying cowboy bebop is like a shorter thing you could probably knock out cowboy bebop in like a long weekend okay if you were just like not doing anything else you could probably knock out in a long weekend it's good though man i'm telling you like give give it a chance All it's right. fucking amazing this next one i already know you're gonna start cheering as soon as you see the headline your boy Neil Gaiman Love him. is doing a live-action Sandman series for Netflix. Close personal friend of mine. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> oh my god, I'd have him on this fucking podcast every week. Are you shitting me? But uh, just check out this headline. All right, here we go. <laughs> so they edited it out, but uh, it, it boils down to Neil Gaiman gives zero fucks about the toxic backlash to the Sandman casting. What are they, what are they backlashing? So apparently they cast this girl as Death that is an African-American. Oh and death in his comic book is like pale white or something like that. So yeah, people are he, like freaking he, the fuck out. Nobody has normal skin color in his fucking Sandman comics anyway. It's Neil Gaiman. He's fucking basically on mushrooms the whole fucking yeah. time anyway. These are all like fucking dream gods and shit. Like they yeah. can be whatever they want That's to be. That's literally what Sandman is supposed to be. Is that it's like it's the land of dreams and so mm-hmm. nothing actually exists in its own like mortal 
fucking uh, understanding. Yeah. God damn you. So, yeah, read read, uh, read Neil's tweet here. I think you're going to love it. This is from uh, Neil Gaiman, uh-huh. a personal hero of mine. <laughs> I give all the fucks about the work. I spent 30 years successfully battling bad movies of Sandman. Good for you, Gaiman. We all appreciate it. I give zero fucks about people who don't understand slash haven't read Sandman whining about a non-binary desire or that death isn't wide enough. Watch the show. Make up your minds. Thank you, Neil. Thank you. Roasted. Finally, someone who will agree with me when it comes to this podcast. That's right. And this is the fucking creator. Like you can't, you can't yeah. say anything because no, he created this, there and he's is... no one above this. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're able to like have creation powers from the ether and can pull the actual character of mm-hmm. Sandman from the conscious mind of the human animal, you don't get to say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, is there really, is there really people complaining about this, or was this just like? No, there's like a shit ton on Twitter. Shitty. No, there's really? a shit ton on Twitter. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah, as they break it down, much of the toxic backlash seems to center around the Death and Desire character specifically. Death, like the rest of the Endless family, is depicted with ivory white skin in the comics, while Howell Baptiste, who's playing her in the in the TV show, is black. She's a god. It doesn't. And even Gaiman seems perplexed as to why Desire's casting is such a source of controversy. In the comics, Desire is best described as a non-binary or gender-fluid character whose appearance and sex changes based on the actual sexual urges of those around them. Yeah, that was the whole fucking point. That's why they're desire. Mm-hmm. It's Park like, it's is like in lust. Park, who is got cast as it, is a non-binary actor, Good perhaps best known for playing the lead role in the Broadway musical Hedwig and the Angry Inn. In short, Gaiman is urging fans to watch the series before judging the choices. Previously, he revealed that casting Death was a long, difficult process that involved testing hundreds of actresses before what finally discovering... Yeah, do you know the kind of shit that Death goes through, the character of Death? Yeah goes through through the Sandman arc that oh, Neil yeah. Gaiman wrote like oh. that is a very long complex fucking arc absolutely that you're gonna have to like really dust off the acting chops you better be fu- you better stretch out those acting muscles cause you're gonna fucking pull a hammy trying to do that shit who gives a fuck with it they could be fucking purple I don't give a shit if yeah. they could pull the fucking act the subtlety you have to play that character with oh yeah with the way that Neil Gaiman writes because mm-hmm. he's a fucking madman right and I love him and dude, this next paragraph, like, I want to watch the show because of this. No, no, no. No, you're not. It just, I'm just saying, like, this, this really makes me want to watch this show because, like, who, obviously, like you said, who gets Sandman better than him? Like, he created yeah, he's it. He's the one. Yeah. He's the one who fucking existed. Like, yeah. it's, it's because of him it exists. Right. So he tweeted out, hundreds of talented women from all around the planet auditioned, and they were brilliant, and none of them were right. Someone who could speak the truth to dream on the one hand, but also be the person that you'd want to meet when your life was done on the other. And then we saw Kirby Howell Baptiste, she, her audition, and we knew we had our death. There you go. If he sees it like that, if he's That's like, it. hundreds of people did a great job, did a great job, but this girl, bam. She, fi- she figured it out. Yeah. Because that's the whole fuck. What was I just saying about the subtlety you would have to have to play that fucking character where you have to be like, like you were... On one hand, you're this, like, cold, calculated... Well, not cold and calculated, but yeah. you're this cold, just speaking facts to someone who has no idea what is happening oh, at, yeah. at the time. And it's just, like, almost no... Like, you almost seem unsympathetic at times, but then at other times where it's time, it's people's like, turn to meet death, mm-hmm. and death comes to them 
in a merciful way. Death is a merciful character in the Sandman runs. Yeah. Like, death is not evil or, like, you <laughs> like no. it's, it's not like the Red Skull. They're not, like, wringing their hands like, Ooh, yes, you are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> your soul is mine. Yeah, it's like, no, it's like, you know, you can lay down your burdens. You can come with me now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take you away, and it, it's fine. You can let go. To be able to play both of those at the same time, and then to have the creator of that character... Who, even, I guarantee you, he will even admit that when he wrote it, he didn't get 100% of what he wanted out. Because, sure. I mean, whenever you create something, you never get 100% out of what you want. Yeah. You get as close as you can. Right. You have to deal with editors and everything else. Like, and then yeah. for him to be there and see it and be like, no, that's the one that I want. And everybody, everybody else gets to shut the fuck up. Thank you. That's what happens. Yep. That's the rule now. Neil Gaiman is happy, so we all shut the fuck up. And then beg for them to release this shit earlier because I want to watch it right fucking now. Hell yeah. This is bullshit. I love Sandman. Mm -hmm. I love Neil Gaiman. Mm -hmm. But seriously, they'll read the comic. It's very good. Oh my god, yeah. Honestly, everybody should read that. They're fucking amazing. They are fucking, like, yeah. existentially beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they will bring a tear to your eye. Oh yeah. I have gotten misty-eyed reading Sandman yep. more than once. And your, and your girl Gwendolyn Christie is Lucifer. Oh, I love her so much. She's so hot, too. She's going to be a good Lucifer. Oh, that's gonna be the ooh that's a tie for the hottest Lucifer ever next to <laughs> fucking uh, Peter Stormare and Constantine how fucking hot was he in that movie though like I'm not even gay mm -hmm. but Peter Stormare as Satan is kind of fucking hot in yeah. Constantine he, he could put his hands in your lungs and cure your cancer I fucking I hope somebody does <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gwendolyn Christie playing Lucifer I, I mean I already have sinful thoughts about that woman yeah because she's tall, and that's how I like him. Dude, I can't fucking... It when begins, does this come out? Uh, later this year. Later this year? It's Netflix, right? Right. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm so glad they're letting Game and run this shit. Oh, yeah. This is... We talk about it every fucking episode, and I'm always fucking right. Let the creators fucking create, and tell everybody else to shut their fucking mouths. Yeah, I'm so glad that he had, you know, a say in the casting and everything. Also, the fact that he's just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what you think. Like, well, then don't watch it then, fuckface. Why don't you go read my comic books yeah. that you're so apparently so worried about, mm -hmm. you fuckhead? He's just the best. They're gender neutral. Yeah, they're gods. They don't technically have genders, you fuckface. Yeah. And the last bit of TV news is mostly for me and, and Emma, because she'll enjoy it too, but we did the book episode already from episode Oh, yeah. Wheel of I'm yeah. going to start reading these soon, actually. So, yeah. Wheel of Time already renewed for season two before season one even premieres. Well, that was quick. We know Amazon's quick with the fucking axe because they got rid of Dark yeah, Tower. Yeah, fucking cocksucker. Oh, what? Yeah. This gets two seasons? We haven't <laughs> seen one fucking bit? I get some fucking production photos? Fucking Bezos. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not... You know what? His ass better not come back from space. Because <laughs> he comes back here, I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah. See how much million dollars will stop these fucking nuts <laughs> in your mouth, you fucking cocksuck. Yeah, they wrapped filming on season one already. Just from the production stills and the few edits they've done already, they've already... Green lit a season two. Damn. So they're going back into filming in like three weeks. Jesus. So, yeah, they're going to let the people breathe, man. Fuck. No, they got to they got to get after it, man. It starts with a bunch of kids, like teenagers. So you right. gotta you gotta you gotta strike while it's hot. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I I guess it's kind of like the like Stranger Things sort of yeah. thing where it's like, oh fuck it, get them all done. Let's yep, go. Come let's on, go. come on, come on. We gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah, super excited. Uh, I'm gonna actually be uh, start reading these here soon. Nice. I'm uh, I'm getting ready to start reading the newest Stormlight book. <laughs> okay. Which is the fifth one? Fourth one? Fourth one. Fourth one? When I finish the newest one, I'm going to read the Wheel of Time series. Nice. Because I told Emma that I would, so. 
She was nice enough to read the Dark Tower for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna read the Wheel of Time for her. What do you nice. What do you think I'm gonna think about? You think You think I'm oh, gonna like it? Yeah, you're gonna fall in love immediately, dude. Like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. We'll start doing our uh, book episodes again. What a wonderful time to live. It really is. Everything that we loved whenever we were younger, or we're now the cool kids. <laughs> exactly. Now we get to be the hipsters. Like, I already <laughs> saw that. You know, you guys like the show. You should read the books. That's right. <laughs> Moving to some movie news now. Super producer Seth Rogen apparently know. has the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rights now, and he's going to be rebooting it for a 2023 movie. Does it count as a reboot if the last one came out like five years ago? I don't know. Is that a reboot at that point? Or is he just like, ignore that Michael Bay owned this for like, <laughs> t- you know, two movies. We're going to mm. pretend like that shit didn't happen. I mean, I never saw them, so it didn't happen. I never watched them all the way through. I tried yeah. to watch the first one. Okay. And then I got about 45 minutes in and I was mm. like, mm, I'm good. Okay. I never watched the second one. I did watch the Cinema Sins on both of them, which was kind of funny. Okay, but... I'll check that out. Those are usually good. Yeah, I I, I like Cinema Sins a lot. Yeah, this is going to be a CG animated reboot. So I, I, I do okay. like I do like the animated style. Like, yeah, it's it, I think it's better to go animated, mm-hmm. honestly. It'll be coming out August eleventh, twenty twenty three. Okay. And this is kind of cool. The announcement was made via a series of grade school notebook doodles that Rogan posted on Twitter. <laughs> so some of these are apparently like doodles that he actually had from his younger years oh it's fucking awesome dude he's been nailing with the comic properties lately fuck yeah because he did what he did preacher yeah he did the boys yep like he's been really nailing it ah, dude, he fucking gets it so good for him finding a new life oh man i fucking love the teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah not counting the michael bay movies well yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know I'll, I'll have to watch them at some point i guess yeah and the next one we, we've definitely talked about i uh, I sent you some heart emojis. But, yeah, because uh, I never don't talk about this guy. Right, we need to bring it up, though. for uh, Just just for posterity's yeah, sake. Yeah, just so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Zach, male lover, Henry Cavill. I wish. Is going to be starring in a Highlander remake, which has already got his boner up. Oh, my God. And then that. we found out that John Wick's Chad Stahelski is going to be directing oh, this. I can't fucking I, I fucking... Six to midnight yeah. over here, brother. Oh yeah, every part of that sentence just got better and better for you. I'm losing blood pressure in my brain because it's all in my dick right yeah. now. I mean, it's... all seriousness, like how good of a Highlander is that? Like that's that's a perfect casting. It's dude. perfect. I fucking love it. Dude. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I I hope that Christopher Lambert gets like a some kind of a thing to do in the movie though. Yeah. But so, I mean... yeah, it'll it'll be a reboot of the popular 1980s fantasy action adventure movie of the same name. I'm assuming everybody else adores those movies as much as I do. Like, the Highlander movies are fucking awesome. I would think so, yeah. I even liked Endgame. And that's the worst of the fucking Highlander movies, and I still liked it. Because that was when he was Connor instead. Mm-hmm. It was a different character. We're rebooting back to the beginning, so wiping everything clean and yeah, just starting fresh. I don't mind that, you know? They got a little too iterative with all the TV shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but the TV show, they started, they, they tried to put a little, they thought too hard about it. Yeah. It was like, the first Highlander movie, fucking fantastic, right? Like, right. It, it, it gives you just enough to kind of think about, but lets you build your own kind of shit to it. Mm-hmm. And then Highlander 2, honestly, again, it's kind of like the Terminator series. I think Highlander 2 is better. Yeah. And then when you hit Endgame, which everybody else hated, I kind of liked myself. Mm-hmm. You know who else was a big fan of the um, Highlander movies? Who's that? My dad. No shit. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I started watching them. Oh, fuck yeah. My fucking dad loved the Highlander movies. Dude. So he would like watch them together. That's all I'm going to do is talk about that at your wedding now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love the Highlander movies. Oh, yeah. But uh, read this Instagram post from Cavill. Very exciting news today. Cavill's Instagram post reads, I've been a fan of Highlander since I was a lad. 
from the movies and all of their 80s queen slathered glory to the TV show with an actor who looked remarkably like one of my brothers. <laughs> Being not shy with swords and having a director as talented as Chad Strahelski at the helm, this is an opportunity like no other. Yeah, he basically went on to say like he, he couldn't possibly turn it down. As soon as they offered it to him, he was like immediately yes. Oh my god, right? He probably just jumped to that like a motherfucker. Yeah, which like, yeah, just perfect casting. Henry Cavill is just living like all of our nerd high school fantasies. Yeah. It's like, you just want to grow up and be giant and super hulked and gorgeous mm-hmm. looking. And then like you get to play Geralt and fucking Highlander. And Superman. And Superman and fucking Mission Impossible. You get to be yeah. at everything that you liked. Right. And he's still like a huge fucking nerd, plays video games all the time. Yeah, on his, doesn't like, give a fuck. $3,000 gaming PC <laughs> that he <laughs> built himself. <laughs> he almost missed the like casting for, I think it was for Superman actually. Because he was in a, the middle of a WoW raid. Whenever the, like <laughs> fucking Snyder called him and like he didn't pick up his phone because he was in the middle of a raid playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> and, like called him back 20 minutes later. He's like, yeah, do you want to be Superman? He's like, oh yeah, of course. Sorry oh, I didn't pick oh, up. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Henry Cavill's a fucking man. Oh, yeah. I love Highlander. Like, there's really nobody else I'd rather have be in this. I, I just, I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. Right. Fun little bit about uh, the first Highlander movie. You know how uh, the opening scene, he's at like a wrestling match? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was originally supposed to be a hockey game. No shit. Yeah. And then the NHL didn't give them rights to it. Oh, they'd already filmed it, but they couldn't show it? Yeah, because the NHL didn't want people to think that they were a super violent sport. <laughs> okay. So it's not just fucking the fuckface who runs the NHL Batman. now. Yeah. It's not just his fault. Apparently they were doing that earlier than in the 80s as well. Cock sucks. Wow. But yeah, it was originally supposed to be a hockey game. <laughs> I think it's because the director was Canadian, yeah. but still. Next up is uh, Edgar Wright's new movie. And they have a sword fight and a fucking... You're a big Edgar Wright fan, so I know. Meta. Oh, I love Edgar Wright. One of my uh, favorite directors. His new movie's called Last Night in Soho. I'm in. And it's uh, his take on a horror movie. He's already did that. Well, We've seen that. Do something else, Edgar. He did horror comedy. This is straight up <laughs> horror. So check out this trailer. Pretty good. All right, let's see it. Fuck yeah. Dude, how in are you for that? Dude, I'm 100% in. That was sexy, too. I like yeah. That. A little time travel horror fuckery. Oh, my God. I love it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Edgar Wright. I just The way he shoots film. Right, like, he's he's kind of like that like Tarantino esque kind of guy where he understands the medium of film mm-hmm. and like, is clearly a fan of movies and is able just to like do more with it than just point a camera at, at something. Right, right. He like does things with it. I didn't even recognize her at first. The main star in the in the future part, mm-hmm. Thomas McKenzie, the girl that was the Jew in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah. I thought she looked familiar. Yeah. Okay, right on, right mm-hmm. on. So Edgar Wright and Taika Waititi hang out. Then, yep, yep. Which means we're eventually going to get the perfect film ever. Yeah. And then the, work the, the 60s version of her is Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch and yeah. uh, Queen's Gambit. I love her. She's so hot. Yeah. And then that was uh, Matt Smith. As I thought he. I thought that was the doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma will like this, though. I might, I, this is a horror movie I might be able to make her watch. So, yeah. I'm definitely all in on this. Fuck Yeah. It looked very good. I just like I'll watch anything Edgar Wright makes. He can make fucking like cooking videos on YouTube where he's just making egg sandwiches, and I'll still watch it. I don't give a fuck. Edgar Wright's the man. It's coming out in October. Perfect. We're gonna watch that shit. Oh hell yeah, hundred percent. Next up, we got some more news on Evil Dead Rise. 
It's going to actually be skipping a theatrical release and yeah, going straight to streaming. streaming. Yep, I saw that on uh, Bruce Cable's Twitter. He was mm-hmm. talking about it because I, I follow him on yep. Twitter. So coming straight to HBO Max, which we're both clear. We got your login okay. for that, so we're, we're good. We're fucking ready, dog. Yep. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are executive producing. Lee Cronin writing and directing. Good for her. Starring Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan as the lead characters. Okay. According to the synopsis, the heroes will battle demons in a city skyscraper, as opposed to the traditional cabin in the woods. So how long until Sam Raimi throws somebody off a building, then? I mean... <laughs> For the shot! 20 minutes? Point <laughs> <Yeah>. one minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although to this, uh, Campbell expressed his enthusiasm for the new leads in a statement. Quote, at its core, Evil Dead is about ordinary people overcoming extraordinarily terrifying situations, Campbell said. I can't wait for Alyssa and Lily to fill the blood-soaked shoes of those who have come before them and carry on that tradition. He's just so happy to have somebody else get sprayed with fucking exactly. he's red, just gonna, red corn yeah, syrup. Yeah, he's going to fuck with them harder than Raimi did him, I think. He, he's going to be the one running the fucking, like, effects department. Like, yeah, no, make sure it's really cold when you hit him with it, too. Fuck them. Yeah. Spin them faster. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. This is awesome. Yeah. Still no release date yet. I think they're getting ready to film now, so. Right on. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch anything with Evil Dead. Oh, hell yeah, absolutely. You know that. They're actually working on a documentary about it now, too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, For the Deadites, is what the movie's called. Okay. And it's a little, uh, like, behind-the-scenes documentary about how the first two got made, so. Badass. Yeah, I'm excited for that. We got some some kind of weird news. I want to see how you take this. I'm pretty sure you've seen the original of this, and we're going to be getting a reboot of The Toxic Avenger. Oh, I love The Toxic Avenger. So Kevin Bacon is going to play the villain. He's going to be going up against Game of Thrones actor Peter Dinklage, who is starring in the film. No shit. Peter Dinklage is the Toxie. I like it. Yeah? Peter Dinklage is such a good fucking actor. Mm -hmm. Like, that dude just oozes charisma. Like, he's a fucking great actor. Yeah. And then Kevin Bacon's the man. Who doesn't love Kevin Bacon? I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. I didn't know how you would take it, but I, I'm excited. I'll, I'm, I mean, I'm like, going to give it a chance. The Toxic Avenger, as much as I love that movie, mm-hmm. that's one of those movies where it's like it's okay for it to be remade, especially oh, now. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. It's, it's definitely time. Because like, it's, it's, it's not like it's a movie that broke ground and was like, fucking amazing, changed <laughs> yeah. cinema for the history of the world. Like, yeah. It's an amazing movie, and I love it, because right, I love right. campy shit, mm-hmm. but... As long as it keeps... And that's why I love talking to you. You're one of the few people that's probably even even heard of it, let alone seen it, so... I love the Toxic Avengers of shit. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. But it's, just, it's it's one of those things where, like, as long as they keep up, like, the fun, sort of tongue-in-cheek campiness of it, mm-hmm. I'm totally in. Oh, yeah. I mean, Kevin Bacon's an amazing actor. We oh, all yeah. know that. And Peter Dinklage is... And he can do a villain, oh, obviously. Fuck, yeah. Like, we, we watched him in first class and yep. did that shit. Mm-hmm. He was really good in that, actually. He really was. He's almost like the best when part. When Fastbender throws that coin through his head, oh my end. god! Like, yeah, that slowly. is a perfect scene. Perfect scene. That's so good. Fastbender is really fucking. That was good earned. That too. felt earned. You felt the exactly. catharsis right they there. They fucking built up to it where you were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, this is the way to do it." Absolutely. That movie was so good. Keeping in with the uh, MCU theme here, We've got your boy Taika. You posted the other day that filming has been completed for Love and Thunder, the nice. new Thor movie. And to celebrate the rap, he did a, a picture with him and Hemsworth. Dude, look how fucking jacked Hemsworth oh, is. Dude. Like, look at that shit. Dude, that is that is not oh, real. That can't so be. Good. That can't be real. I want to do steroids so fucking badly. It's not yeah. even funny. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking Taika with his fucking mocap mm-hmm. shit on. He's got to stand next to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Who eats, like, 
Tyka's body weight and protein every fucking day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's part of the Instagram post he uh, quoted. That's a wrap on Thor Love and Thunder, Hemsworth wrote. It's also National Don't Flex Day, so I thought this super relaxed photo was appropriate. <laughs> this film is going to be batshit crazy, off the wall funny, and might also pull a heartstring or two. Lots of love, lots of thunder. Thank you to all the cast and crew who made this another incredible Marvel journey. Buckle in, get ready, and I'll see you in cinemas. Nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. He's, he's so fucking jacked. <laughs> it, it literally looks like a cartoon. Well, that's him. That's, that's his fucking, that's him getting his Hulkamania on, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Nice. That's his next project. Perfect looking. He looks yeah. exactly like Hulkamania right now. Absolutely. So yeah, Thor Love and Thunder is coming May 6th of next year. So. Nice. We get Hemsworth and Waititi alongside Natalie Portman, Chris Pratt, Tessa Thompson, and Christian Bale as the villain Gore the God Butcher. Ooh, nice. I can't wait, dude. And also Russell Crowe in a film, oh, really? in a film cameo playing Zeus. Okay, right on. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can deal with that. Yeah. It's, just, it's fucking like Taika. Like, it's like Taika and James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Are sort of the guys who saved the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think so, especially like, in your eyes. Like you were getting kind of bored of the yeah, because they were just formula. The, it was just the same formulaic fucking Mad Lib movie, and like James Gunn came in and did some shit, and then Tiger came in and was like, "Oh, we can fuck around now." Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll check oh, this shit out. Yeah. Then. This is what Thor is going to be now. Like, like, oh, oh, you want fuck around? I'll show you fuck around, James. <laughs> check this shit out. Yeah. But it's your, like you your know, Shakespearean. Bullshit from the first two movies is going to turn into <laughs> Ragnarok. Gone. That shit doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Now I'm going to make him funny and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this shit like a weird fever dream of Flight of the Concords. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. I just, you know, like, I mean, obviously, uh, fucking, what's his name? Who plays Happy? Yeah, Favreau. Um, yeah, Favreau, like, started the MCU. Mm-hmm. Fucking Feige did a great job, continued the MC, was able to hold it all together. Yep. But I think the guys who shot some life into it and gave it like a restart and sort of brought it back to the what it should be, which is fun, mm-hmm. would be James Gunn and Taika. Absolutely. I mean, those are the guys that we needed to kind of like refurbish it a little bit and yeah. remind us of what movies are for. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. entertainment. You ask most people what their favorite ones are, it's going to be Ragnarok and Guardians. Like, exactly. Yeah, think of the... Gu- like, think... I was thinking about this the other day. Think of the Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. Like... I do all the time. <laughs> no one read the Guardians of the Galaxy. God, no. Anyone who was like, oh, I was a big fan of Guardians mm-hmm. before. Like, no, you no, weren't. Yeah. You're a fucking liar, and you know it. Both of us are about the biggest comic fans I know personally, and neither of us had read a single issue. No. Like, I knew Iron Man was with them for a little bit. That's right. about all I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew Star-Lord, because he was in a couple crossovers with, like, a Silver Surfer that I'd read. Okay, but right on. I, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know any of the other team, like. It's like nobody fucking knew those guys. And it comes out, and that's like, that's, if you ask anybody about the MCU, the, one of those two movies is probably in the top five every time. Oh, yeah. And it's because they made them fun again. They yeah. remembered what movies were about, which is fucking entertainment. Yeah. You go there to be entertained and have a good time. I don't need to see the same formulaic, I'm sad that so-and-so died, mm-hmm. this person has my powers but stronger, right. I'm going to change my powers in some way, the movie has ended and everybody's happy. Right. Like... We've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Fucking best origin story ever. You get to know every single one of those characters in less than 25, 30 minutes. Oh, for Guardians? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just like lays them all out real quickly, lets you kind of know what their, like, sort of their backstory is and what their, um, 
Uh, it plays into some stereotypes, but I mean, fuck it. That's what we need. We did, get it, get it the fuck going. Yeah, you know, we go. don't need let's to make, waste time on origin yeah, bullshit. Let's make a fucking movie. Come on. We don't have to hear about how all their parents are dead. Yeah. And like they, they each had one last word to say, and all their moms are named Martha. Like, right. Move on. And this is how we discovered our powers, and these are what our powers are. <laughs> Listed Here's one, exactly two, three, four. Hear. Here's a bullet yeah. point list. <laughs> So you all know, here's how the powers work. It's a misappropriation of powers. Misappropriationist of powers. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Bad beaver. Let's get to the movie. (laughs) Yeah, definitely definitely excited for Love and Thunder. His his forearm, from the elbow to the wrist, is like as big as my leg. It's amazing. Like, it's insane. I would, again, I would trade years off of my life to look like that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not shitting and not even like change my face or my height but if I could just have that build oh, I would God. be fine with it yeah. that's all I would do I'd never wear a shirt either you'd lift me over your head and like toss me all day yeah just for, just for fun yeah. but, hey I need a beer and I would throw you <laughs> towards the cooler <laughs> next one uh, is gonna be good and it's actually coming up sooner now that oh, we've taken the... a few weeks off yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah the, the novelization adaptation of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood written by Quentin Tarantino yep he actually was on a podcast that I really love uh, that Ray introduced me to called Pure Cinema Podcast. Okay. And uh, Tarantino was one of their guests, and they he divulged some more information, saying that a lot of the book is going to expand on the world, including a dive into the past of Brad Pitt's stuntman Cliff Booth. Nice. Quentin said, in the movie, Cliff is a real enigma. You're kind of like, what's this guy's deal? There's these isolated chapters that will tell you, like, this whole chapter will be about Cliff's past. It goes back in time to tell you about Cliff at this point in time. And then you go further on with the normal run of the story. And then there will be another chapter that goes back in time and tells you about Cliff's past. And every isolated chapter about Cliff's past is just like a weird little pulp novel unto itself starring Cliff. Wait, are you telling me that Tarantino's going to write a story where you're going to jump around in time to tell different parts of the story to illuminate on the characterization of that time? Yeah, it's hard to believe, but yes. Wow, he's really stretched his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that in all due respect. Oh, yeah, I fucking adore yeah. Tarantino. No, we're going to find out that Cliff Booth's actual name is Aldo Rain. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the Inglorious Bastard sequel that we may or may not ever get. Yeah. Quentin said, I'm really proud of the book. It's not just me taking the screenplay and then breaking it down in novelistic form. I retold the story as a novel. It was a complete rethinking of the entire story, and not just a rethinking as far as throwing some scenes that were left out of the editing room. But I did so much research. Okay. I was writing the movie for five years, so there was so much stuff that I wrote and I explored, and I never even typed up, because there was no way it was going to make the movie. (laughs) If the book existed first, then the movie would be me making a movie out of that material. You know how you take an unwieldy novel and you turn it into a movie? Well, to me, that movie is that, and this is the unwieldy version of that movie. (laughs) I was going to say... If Tarantino says that's not going to make it, you know it's fucking deep. Because that, that dude will film anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a novel, is set to release as a paperback and ebook on June 29th. Right on. And the hardcover edition will follow in the fall. The audiobook will be narrated by Jennifer Jason Lee. Fuck yeah! That's what's up. Who has still maintained a close relationship with Tarantino after filming The Hateful Eight. Good for her. Yeah, dude, I'm like, that dude, she was so... one of the best parts of that oh, movie. Fuck yeah, that movie's so good. I just like fucking, it's uh, it's Daisy Domagu. <laughs> it's just it's again it's one of those things where it's guys who like to fucking tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I'm fucking I'm super pumped for this dude. Oh, it's yeah. a time in Hollywood is so fucking good. That thing was such a sleeper hit. Yep. Like it's not a sleeper hit. It fucking won Oscars. Well, and shit. yeah, but 
But like, I was wondering if I was gonna like it, mm-hmm. and then like, I, I, I fucking turn that movie on every now and then, just like if I got an hour and a half to kill, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch the first part of this movie. Like, yeah, I, I was so happy that the first time you saw it was during my movie night. Like, it was so good. I, like, I like stop myself from watching it just yeah. to make sure I saw it on that. <laughs> Like I, I need somebody else there who gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna devour this book when it comes out in like a week and a half. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna buy it on my fucking iPhone, and then when the hardcover comes out, I'm gonna buy like three of them, put one <laughs> in a case. Yep. Like the fucking Necronomicon. <laughs> now this next one is one you can kind of go either way on. I'm sure you already know it. You're a big Batman fan. You devour yeah. everything Batman as soon as it comes out on your reddits and stuff this is the Michael Keaton it is and the Flashpoint yeah yeah. oh yeah with I'm already the, on top of this stuff. the reveal of the, the the old school Batman 89 logo oh, yeah. with some blood drops on it oh yeah so you're excited okay I didn't know how you, yeah. I didn't know how you'd be with it dude why would I not love well, the old school 89 Batman some people are saying that it's not Batman's style to kill anyone and this might be like a representation of him like breaking bad and killing someone it could be but it's also Flashpoint Mm-hmm. So that's what happens in Flashpoint. It also, because of the yellow and everything, it makes me think of the Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder if yeah. they're going to try to go into that. Because if you remember that little like the, comic the book. The Rorschach run. pen kind of? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if you remember that little comic book run that actually happened. Huh. Which was, uh, it was, I think it's called like the Smile Button or something like that. Huh. Where the Watchmen universe and the DC universe start to collide together. No shit. Yeah, oh, like, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, like Batman and Rorschach meet up. Because like, Batman finds the button in the Batcave. Like oh, the comedian's fuck, really? button with like the like the blood drop on it. Okay. And like the universe. Oh, yeah, sorry, the comedian button. No, it wasn't Rorschach. Sorry, it was. Yeah, Rorschach's the one who finds the button, but yeah. yeah, it's it's the comedian's button. It's whenever he gets murdered. Yeah, it's like their their universes are colliding, and then like Rorschach and Batman first meet up, and then like they have to like talk Doctor Manhattan and doing his powers to separate the universes again. And she'll, it's it's a really fucking wild out there kind of storyline. Which I don't know if they'd go far enough to do something like that. Hmm. I'm assuming this is more like, because they've already said this is going to be like Flashpoint. Right. And so I'm assuming this is going to be the Flashpoint Batman. Which, spoiler alert for everybody, it's Thomas Wayne. Because in the Flashpoint universe, Barry Allen uses the Speed Force, goes back in time, and saves his mother from dying, thinking that, like, that'll fix everything. Because it's like the one thing that he's always held is that he wasn't fast enough to get home to save his mom. And so he does that, and that changes the entire fucking timeline. For all of DC. For the entire DC universe. And then during that timeline, whenever uh, Joe Chill comes out and to rob the Waynes, when the gun goes off, instead of Martha and Thomas being shot, Bruce is shot. And then Thomas becomes Batman, and he carries guns, and he just fucking decks motherfuckers. And to then get Martha, vengeance for killing his son. Yeah, to just kill all criminals because his son died. And then Martha actually becomes the Joker. Mm-hmm. So, but that, breaks, breaks super bad. Yeah, they didn't really like touch on that in the movie too much. They get a little bit more into it in the comics. Because in the comics, they have a great moment where Thomas Wayne, like, you know, it, it's almost like the Dark Knight uh, returns where, like, they have a big, like, fight and shit like that. And he finally, like, gets through to her where she can talk for a minute. And he like explains like, oh, you know, this isn't the right timeline. We can go back and fix it. And our mm. son fucking survives. And she's like, well, what what happens to our son when he survives? And he goes, he turns out just like his father. Oh. And she's like, do you mean he turns into a doctor? And he goes, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's so good. Then she cries and like everything re- resets and shit. So I'm assuming that's what they're trying to show with this is putting the blood on the bat is that they're doing the flashpoint thing where it's going to be so. Thomas Wayne. And have Michael Keaton be Thomas Wayne, yep. which I think is a fucking genius oh, yeah. move. Absolutely. And I will fucking, I'll suck everybody's dick. That's amazing. <laughs> You're going to love this. It's uh, 
Andy and Barbara Musietti are the oh, ones directing nice. it. So they did the the it adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shared this image on Instagram with without a caption. So details of Keaton's role in the Flash remain sparse for now. He is, however, one of two Batman scheduled to appear in the movie, with Ben Affleck also set to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne. There you go. I just fucking gave mm-hmm. you the movie, guys. Yep. You're and welcome. Musietti previously said Affleck would be responsible for delivering, quote, a very substantial part of the emotional impact of the movie. He's going to get that fucking letter at He's the end, isn't he? Oh, my God, dude. You're one hell of a messenger. Oh. He's going to get that line. Oh, there's no way he does it better than Kevin Conroy, but no, I still want to watch but, it. It's still going to be good. But Batfleck, man, doing it. Oh, I love Batfleck. I know I've you do. That's on, I've been on Batfleck's dick this whole podcast. That's man. why I was excited for you. You, you were fucking going to tear up in that movie theater. Fuck yeah. Oh, I can't fucking wait for this shit. Yep. Yes. Oh, and it's going to restart the DC. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's exactly why they're doing the Flashpoint. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, then we're good. Yep. It's going to be fun and exciting, and there are a lot of DC characters in it. Flash is the superhero of this film because he's the bridge between all these characters and timelines. And in a way, it restarts everything and doesn't forget anything. So, yeah, we're it. good. So this is coming uh, November 4th of next year. Okay. So, so you got a little over a year to wait. But cool. Yeah. Yeah, I might read too many comic books. Maybe I should <laughs> take it. Maybe Emma's right. Maybe I should take a break. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I fucking cannot wait. Mm. That is the smartest fucking... Making Michael Keaton Thomas Wayne mm-hmm. and having fucking Ben Affleck come back as Bruce. Oh, that's fucking beautiful. They might finally be getting it right, man. Oh, my fucking dick is so goddamn hard right now. I can't even feel my toes. I know. And we're going to keep it going because the next topic... Your girl, Christina Ricci, oh, has been so added hot. to The Matrix 4. What are they doing with The Matrix 4? We're still not sure on that. <laughs> Didn't it, like, end? Wasn't that the whole point of the third one? Yeah. Or did I watch a different movie? Mm-hmm. No, but they've got a lot of people back for this one. Everybody's coming back, but mm-hmm. if now... I don't, I'm not going to say, like, I knew the exact ending of The Matrix, because right. I'm not that smart. Right. But I'm pretty sure the whole point of it was that it's done. Uh-huh. So we're just going to bring everybody back? Yep. Cool. So, Ricci joins returning members Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett Smith, Daniel Bernhardt, and Lambert Wilson. Damn. Newcomers to the franchise include Yaya Abdin Matun the second. <laughs> the second. Yeah. Jessica Henwick, Neil Patrick Harris, NPH. Oh, NPH, nice. And Priyanka Chopra. Oh, she's so hot. And Jonathan Groff. We still don't know much about Matrix 4, which is set to be released in theaters and HBO Max on December 22nd of this year. How do we not know anything about it and it's coming out in like five months? Exactly. And why is this casting just now revealed? Like, she, everything should be filmed by now. Like, why is this yeah, just now Yeah, like, are they fucking with us? And apparently the film's potential title is The Matrix Resurrections. So that might have something it's to do with... Just a restart. It's, yeah. it's like what they did to the Terminator movies. Maybe so, yeah. We're going to keep the love going here. I don't know if you've seen, but uh, Rob the, Zombie. Is this the Monsters? It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His next film is a Monsters revival. I can't fucking wait, dude. Dude. I know you're a big Adams Family fan, but I, I mean, the Monsters are right up there oh, with the them. It's 1A, 1B. Like, there's no two there. I like the Adams Family better because of the movies. Mm-hmm. The Adams Family movies are fucking fantastic. Yeah. Basically also, because of Raw Julia. But. Well, and Angelica Houston and Christina Ricci. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. But. The Addams Family movies were better, mm-hmm. but I mean the show, the the monsters is fucking awesome too. I oh, love yeah. the monsters. Oh yeah, 
And so does Rob Zombie, which is important to you, because like you said, fans should be doing their own stuff. And I love Rob Zombie. When announced on his Instagram, he said, uh, attention boils and ghouls. The rumors are true. My next film project will be the one I've been chasing for 20 years. Hell yeah. The Monsters. Stay tuned for exciting details as things progress. That's fucking awesome. And I love, like, all of Rob Zombie's movies, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll go ahead and fanboy out. I even like just Halloween movies. I don't give a fuck. I thought they were good. I enjoyed them a lot. And uh, what if he just turns this into, like, super, like, R-rated, dark, like, it's just the fucking Butterfly family. Oh, man. Again. Or the yeah. Firefly family again. <laughs> yeah. The Butterfly family. The Firefly <laughs> family again. Like, how fucking great would that be? This Herman Munster bites some dude's neck. Yeah. <laughs> the project has been set to film in Budapest and would star Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman Munster and Sherry Moon Zombie yes. as Lily Munster. Ah, uh, she's also stupid hot. Mm-hmm. And then Dan Robeck, Jorge Garcia, Richard Brake, and Cassandra Peterson. Which oh, is Elvira. Yeah. Joining the cast. Fuck yeah. Munsters is currently streaming on Peacock, so you can catch up on all the seasons. Of the they're, fun. They're, they're really fun to they watch. They really are, yeah. And, and, they, uh, and they still hold up, too, which is kind of cool. The new movie would be a Peacock original exclusive that would open day and date in theaters and uh, via Universal Pictures. Okay. I'll just go see it in theaters. I don't feel excited yeah. for Peacock, but I definitely want to watch this movie. The show aired for two seasons in 65 and 66 and featured 70 episodes. Oh, they only had two seasons. Yeah. I always felt it, it ran longer than that. Well, I mean, 70 episodes. Those yeah, I mean, 35 episode seasons. It's so. fair, but yeah. I fucking love the monsters. Oh, hell yeah. I always think of the fact that uh, the the one daughter they have, like Shelly or whatever it is, like the totally normal one. Mm-hmm. Like, if me and Emma have a kid, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's completely not into anything. We'll just have like yeah. a total, like straight-laced, normal kid. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Disney princess, kind of. Yeah, yeah. meet her all tatted out, watching horror movies and shit. She's just like, I, I want to ride horses, like fucking nerd. <laughs> Ugh. And we're gonna end our topics with a comic story that I'm pretty sure you're gonna love. <gasps> you might have heard it. Like I said, you know, you follow a lot of Batman stuff. I do. DC Comics is gonna revive the Fable comics. Oh, okay. With a hundred percent more Batman. Hell yeah. We're going to get the crossover. Everybody's been waiting for Batman versus Bigby. A wolf in Gotham. Hell yeah. Dude, I like any time we take Batman back to like classic noir style. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to like that. Coming from the original creator of Fables, Bill Willingham. Nice. He's going to make his return to DC later this year to pin Batman versus Bigby. A six-issue mystery noir published under the DC Black Label. Ooh. So they're going to be getting dark with it. He said that uh, he's wanted to do this since the very first year of Fables. <laughs> Why? Because Batman is a detective Thank and you. Bigby is a detective. True. And I love a well-crafted story crossing over characters from two different fictional worlds. It's automatically a fish-out-of-water story for at least one of the main characters. And that sort of story always works. Yeah, man's got a point. Plus, I knew from the very beginning of Fables that my fictional universe would allow for many ways to get Bigby Wolf into the DCU in Gotham City. <laughs> Even though those cosmic story structures wouldn't be introduced in the Fables books for a year or more, they were baked in from the very beginning. <laughs> and then uh, once this miniseries wraps up next year, DC will then revive the monthly Fables comic for a new 12-issue storyline written by Willingham okay. and drawn by a series mainstay Mark Buckingham. Right on. And the series will pick up right where it left off in 2015's Fable number 150. They're going to start it with Fables number 151. Oh, right on. So they're just picking up right where the continuation left off. Yeah, just doing those old, like, Hansel and Gretel German shit. That's gonna be fucking badass, dude. Yep. So yeah, look for uh, Batman vs. Bigby issue one in September. 
followed by the return of fables in may after that six issue series is ended that sounds awesome i also like i mean like i I say it all the time but i love it whenever batman gets to go back to being a detective yeah check out that cover like the the art's so badass old wolf in gotham that's so fucking good Mm -hmm. now the topics are done i think it's time for the queen to come down from her throne and usher us into the land of questions so queen queen of questions how are you tonight i'm good how are you good why don't you tell people something about you well it's pride month i'm pansexual and no one can compete with an air fryer all right we have quite a few questions all from the same person nice all righty uh going to the dms from josh oh sliding in i think this is mostly for zach as a fan of musicals that's obviously to zach that's me (laughs) did you ever see the musical episode of scrubs did you even like the show i actually did like scrubs a lot for the first like handful of seasons i think that show went on a little too long i kind of remember the musical episode i can't really place it but i did watch scrubs a lot when i was younger up until like about the time like zach braff became like a teacher Hmm. on the show that kind of started like that kind of started to suck that's that's towards the end of it i think yeah Yeah, no that was towards the end uh but like i mean like the first like probably five seasons i'm guessing were really good uh i kind of remember a musical episode because i think it was about the whiz i remember them doing like a whiz joke and like they were doing like a wizard of oz thing where he's trying to get out of the hospital and he can't because like everything he's like pulling him back in because he's a doctor and shit like that so i kind of remember it and i think i liked it but it's it's been so long that i can't give you a hundred percent on that one one way or the other that's fair that whiz comment actually relates to the next part of the question did you like the musical episode of it's always sunny the night man cometh and other musical episodes, I assume, because realistically, those nerds were super into musicals. Of course I love that. I mean, well, the, the, the Nightman Cometh, there's actually a funny story behind that, where um, during, like, I don't know if it was a writer's strike or something like that, but they couldn't write for the next season. So the the cast of the Always Sunny was actually performing the Nightman Cometh live, like, in small theaters around Philly and stuff like that. No shit. Yeah. It was during, like, a writer's strike or something. Like, they couldn't write for the next season. They wanted to keep getting out there and doing it. And it was, like, right after the season they had filmed The Nightman Cometh. So they did, like, the whole fucking show and shit like that. So it was pretty fucking awesome. Wow. I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was badass. You can find... You at least you used to be able to find some, like, videos of it on YouTube. I don't know if they've got, like, DCMA off or anything like that. But it's pretty cool. They got the whole cast to do it? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. As far as I know, I think everybody was there. I mean, the Always Sunny cast is just at least the people uh making the calls are extremely obsessed with musicals because there are like a severe amount of musical numbers to a funny like i don't know if it's a sitcom but like drama comedy show little fucking theater kids yeah so no it's amazing that's why I mean, the reunion episode is incredible (laughs) where they do the the dance number yes yeah that's that's fantastic have you watched much uh, Sunny? Not a whole lot. I, I know Nightman come up, but I yeah. I've seen maybe 25 or 30 episodes. Day, man. So. That's fair. Me too, today. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good bit. Justin, every time I pretty much hang out with him, he's like, brings up a different episode and he's like, oh, you should watch that one. And then mm-hmm. I'll go home and watch that one. And that's kind of how I watched it. Did you, you the just... last one he recommended to me was the uh, ski resort one that was like an away oh, ski. Oh, that's a good one. The the gang hits the slopes, yeah. and they do like a, <laughs> a a spoof on ski uh, ski ski school. Yeah, basically. and then the fucking guy from ski school is there. Is in it? Oh, yeah. it's so fucking funny. <laughs> it was very good. I liked that one. 
That was the last question. Josh was just hoping that you would uh, talk about Always Sunny or Scrubs, just in banter. So I like them both. Yeah. Which one better? Always Sunny. Okay. Always, always Sunny. Oh. Scrubs is weak in comparison. Scrubs is good, but Always Sunny is just funnier. Like, yeah. I don't like Zach Braff. I, I mean, I liked him in Scrubs, and then like I saw him do other movies, and I was like, "Oh, you actually can't act very well, can you?" I'm but, just super jealous because he's dating Florence Pugh. Good for him. Midsommar. Oh, yeah. hot. Why would any woman want to date him? And Little Women. You still need to watch that. Yeah, I do. I've seen it. Not like the new one. No, you've I was, read it. I was in it. <laughs> I actually was in it. I was in the production of Little Women in my high school at one point. Oh, they turned it into a musical? Yeah. Oh. It's terrible. I'm sorry. It's the worst idea for musical ever. You get yeah. like four people who get to sing, and then we had a giant ensemble. Ugh. So there was like 13 people involved, and none, like fucking hardly anybody got to sing or It was the worst fucking idea. But yeah, I mean, like, I like Scrubs. Scrubs was a good show, and I thought it was funny and shit. I like what I've seen. And just Always Sunny, I think, is funnier, just because, like... It's, it's pretty crazy how they can go from, like, comedy to, like, making you cry in, like, the snap of a finger. Oh, that's, yeah. That's pretty well, impressive. Thinking, I mean... You know who else was in Scrubs? Brendan Fraser, who I fucking love. Yeah, that episode is Oh my god, right? Brutal, you know dude. exactly the episode I'm talking about, too. Yeah, that yeah. shit's fucking crazy. Where do you think you are? Oh, yeah, where do you think we are right now? Oh. That's so good. Yeah. Scrubs is great. I like Always Sunny I, I like, more. You, you kind of remind me of Dr. Cox a little bit. I, I, I like to think so. Yeah. I wish I was that funny. Well, yeah, I know. That guy's but, awesome, though. Yeah, he, he's the best part of that show, I think. Oh, fuck yeah, 100%. It's always funny when you see him in other movies and shit, because you're like, oh, hey, it's Dr. Cox. <laughs> like, that's what I think anyway. Anytime I, I see that actor. No, it's fun, though. It's a good show. I like them both. I'm not going to pick one or the other. I think Always Sunny is funnier, but I think Always Sunny also had a advantage in being that it was... They didn't have to follow a formula like Scrubs did. Always Sunny had more uh, creative control. Like, where Scrubs had to kind of follow a formula for every episode. Yeah, being the, broadcast television. Exactly. Where the guys for, like, Always Sunny were allowed to fuck around a little bit and do, diff- do different shit when they wanted to. I think I have seen, like, interviews where, like, FX doesn't really give a shit. Like, they I do know. whatever they want, basically. Yeah, they pretty much gave him, like, the, like, Louie deal back whenever, before Louie got caught jacking off in front of chicks. Uh, where it was just, like, he filmed everything and edited himself and just sent the episodes in. FX apparently just likes to let people create. It's probably why their shows are so good. That's why they have like the Shield, yep. fucking Always Sunny and shit. Yeah, really Rescue Me. Rescue. Oh yeah, Rescue Me. That is another movie. Like that's another show that I liked a lot during the beginning, and then about like season three or so, it kind of started to yeah get a little old. But at least they were letting them do shit. You know it's, what I mean? it's still fun. Yeah. Yeah, like it's still good. Mm-hmm. Justified too. That was on FX. Did you ever watch yeah. Justified? I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's the shit, dog. Timothy Oliphant yeah. plays a fucking U.S. Marshal, gunslinging motherfuckers, but yeah. like present day. It's that's badass. the one that's like a Elmore Leonard novel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a novel or a short story. Okay. It's Fire in the Hole. That's either a novel or a short story. I don't remember, but that's like the, what the uh, the pilot was based off of. Okay. And they wrote like, I think it's got like three or four seasons. Nice. That's really good. I love that show. My uh, dad likes that show a lot too. And then I know the other like, really popular one is that Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's a Which, good show. Yeah, I haven't seen that either, but that's another one Justin keeps telling me to watch. You would like it. Because I guess it's from the creator of The Shield? Like yeah. It's, okay. Sean Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Ron Perlman in it, so. Oh, that sounds awesome. And uh, what's the girl who played Peggy in uh, Married with Children? Catherine yeah. Siegel? Yeah, she's uh, Ron Perlman's wife. And uh, voice of Leela? 
Yeah, Melissa yeah. Leela. Great. That's another great show, by the way. Futurama. Hell yeah. Fucking love Futurama. All right, I think uh, is that it. Are we I, good? I think I think so. You probably need to get home soon. All right. Thank you, Josh, for the questions, Bubba. We appreciate yeah. you. We're trying to pump out some content for you, big dog. Yeah, we're working on it. Uh, everybody else, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it, as always. Hope you guys had fun. I know I did. I did, too, this time. <laughs> this time. As always, make sure to, you know, rate and review us. Give us some, you know, three out of five stars. Make stomach hurt. Bad food touch. On whatever casting a pod you're listening to on. Uh, make sure to follow the show on Twitter. That's at the A to Z show. That's where you can send in your questions, your comments, your concerns, your recipes. That's right. Your favorite sexual positions. But yeah, make sure to send us a bunch of shit on that. I will read anything on there you want me to. We love questions. Those are always fun. You can also follow us on Twitter. Yep. You got Andrew at Big Guy ACV. That's me. Follow him up. And you can follow me at Melch Knows Best. Also, uh, if you don't have Twitter and you want to get a hold of us in a different way or just don't want people to know that we know you, uh, you can find us on the emails, on the electronic mails, uh-huh. which is um, a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Well, yeah, other than that, I guess um, thanks for listening. Hope you guys had fun. We love you guys very much. We will uh, We'll see you next time. Does that sound good? I think so. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back. Don't worry. Shh. It's okay.